Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Hello and welcome to Signal of Doom. It's a sultry night in Sydney, and I'm here with the main man, Rich. Rich, how are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm going. Just going, man? What's 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 happening at your end, uh, man? Is it the retail wars? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tiring week, that's all. Really? Uh, girl problems or work problems? <laughs> no, just work problems as always. <laughs> I was going to say, that was, I would have put my money on that, man. Thankfully, I don't have any real issues in my personal life like there's no That's real drugs in my personal life it's always it's work true. related no i know i know rich i i was i was kidding when i asked that question because i know you man no, i'm explaining to the listeners you're a solid batsman basically yeah very little uh personal life drama from rich me on the other hand chaos you know what i mean <laughs> chaos just always fending off the rising ball uh basically the Sixers lost humiliatingly in the final i was so pissed off and I actually said to one of my friends at work, I said, it was sickening sitting here watching them just lose. And I said, I almost felt like not watching cricket again. I actually felt sick to my stomach that I'm sitting here watching this team play so pathetically and guys just not switch it on. And no, there's not going to be any fucking cuddles from me for that performance. It was a disgrace. Um, it's got to be tough love. Um just guys turned up to the final and just felt they were entitled to just take it. No. I, I had lunch with Ray earlier that day, and what I kept saying to him is, Ray, they need to switch on. I don't care what guys did three games ago. That's irrelevant. And they didn't heed the words. Um, I feel that there was a bit too much molly cuddling that went on, and they were pathetic in the final, and I was not a happy camper. Can you imagine me, Rich, just watching it, just the... Just the disgust that was across my face, you know, and oh, I imagine. yeah, Michelle wasn't happy either, and and I just said this is pathetic. Put a fork in them, they're done, you know. Um, yeah, I, I just hate that teams that are good enough to get to the final, but when they get to finals day, they're just absolutely useless, you know. Like guys are overawed by the occasion. It feels like drop catches from the beginning, poor fielding, poor batting. The bowling, okay from some people, but others were poor. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a distasteful way to go to bed that night, frankly, Richard. And you know me, I've been riding high on some wins recently, and I did not like the other side of the equation. Some very sour lemons I was sucking on. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the danger of getting too invested in something you have no real control over. <sighs> Richard, I'd love to be fucking in the rooms, reading these guys the right act before they went out, because I don't feel anyone does. Yeah, but you're not, though, so... Yeah, I should be. I should be. I, honestly... Know, what's, that, what's that expression? Um, uh, what's it if, if wishes were horses or something? I could Richard, remember. I could turn these fucking guys around. Like, Christ, they were useless. I'm not going to go on and on about it, because some people say, oh, they made the finals good effort. It was a poor effort in the final. And a meaningless season. And I went to bed that night and I was... I, I actually said to myself, I might not watch cricket again. Obviously, I am watching it. But I wasn't happy at all. Like, sickening to my stomach. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it couldn't have been... And I woke up the next day. My first thought was like, oh, 
what, what went on? Or like, why am I not feeling the best? And then suddenly the memories came in. And I just closed my eyes and thought, oh, Jesus Christ. This is... Uh, the- again, I'm South African, man. So, like, we, we've, got a, we've got a good balance, man, because we've got a rugby team that brings the trophy home on a regular basis. Yeah. And then we have a cricket team that... Um, yeah, probably couldn't reach the finals of a World Cup if their lives depended on it. So, I don't know. We've we've kind of been conditioned to take the good with the bad and yeah. uh, not take it too seriously. Well, uh, for me, the recent Australia wins in the World Test Championship and then the World Cup final. I mean, you remember how happy I was, Rich? And I was saying stuff like, I might retire from watching. I'm so happy it'll never get any better. This brought me crashing back down to earth. And the memories of loss, which I just repressed, came back to haunt me. And it was just awful. It was just awful, Rich. Awful. Um, <laughs> at least I took matters into my own hands today out in the heat. I won six, love, six, four in tennis. So that was something. You know. There you go, see? You see, that is something you can control. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm already putting it behind me. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue watching BBL next next season. I'm, you know, I'm taking a fucking break. I probably will. But I need some time and space. You know, and I want to run a fucking axe through that team. You know what I mean? I want to run a fucking axe, Rich. I want guys fired, basically. There's some talent there worth nurturing. Then there's some oldies that need to be put out to pasture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's always the case. Time for a fucking rebuild. You know? Had to burn it down, and and, and then they, you know and they're like, oh, the forests have got to burn to grow again. Fine, I want to light the fucking fire, you know. Um, you know me, Rich. I do tend to get a little emotional over the losses, and um, just, just yeah, just wasn't happy with life basically. And uh, Michelle, she actually said this is pathetic and fell asleep. And I said, I don't blame you, Michelle. Frankly, what I'm watching, it was sickening. You know, off that topic, because I could I could do hours on it and it would be the same thing, it'd be a fucking triple album of despair. You know what I mean? I don't know you, how you hack it, Rich, going to the World Cup and your boys, who are good players, just don't even get to the final. And just, like, it would just drive me fucking crazy. You know? Like, I would just, I would lose it. Like, I can handle one tournament, but tournament after tournament of, what do you call it, like, underperforming. It would just kill me, you know? Again, it's it starts off with that way, but again, you realise, you know, this, you know, after about the fifth time, you realise, okay, I think this right. is just... This is it. That's it. This is what it is, so... Yeah. No point getting fucking too... Too morose. You know, and the thing yeah. with you guys is, you've had teams that were excellent. Like, you know, I mean, not every time, but you've, you've entered some World Cups with a really, really good lineup. up uh, yeah. Well, we've we've entered World Cups with with World Cup winning sides. And yeah. It still can't be done. So. So when it goes back down to the ordinary kind of just your average, you know, good players, but not legends, it's kind of like how will these guys do it? You know. Um. Uh, anyway, I mean, it's a lesson to be learnt, though. Sometimes don't get too attached to the failures and successes of others. Frankly, like fucking cut the link. You know what I mean? I was disgusted with them really disgusted uh, after about a day or two i started to get some distance from it but i wasn't happy and what i hate as well is like well, you know that, well you can't no offense there but you mm. kind of like that spoiled child who's always gotten <laughs> their way 
And then when things don't go their way, which is what happens in life, yeah. you throw a tanty. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have a little bit of a tantrum and yeah. you throw your toys at the cot. And I sure do. That's, that's just the way it is. I sure do. Cold. I sure do, man. I, I fucking smash shit around. I'd be, if I was a coach, I'd be calling them in one by one. I'd go, scorecard, one out of ten. Get the fuck out of here. Clean your locker. Get out. <laughs> you know, seriously. Hit the, hit the bricks, kid. You've got no future with us. Or, wow, you know, you're old enough to apply for a pension. Go do it because you're done here. That kind of stuff. That'd be me. I'd be hiring and firing. And yeah, pay. I mean, you're the only person I know who can... <laughs> you're the only person I know who can get, like, high off a power you don't have. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like when some people say, oh, the power's gone to their head. <laughs> it's gone to your head, but you don't even have the power. Dude, I'd love to be fucking on the selection committee. They, they've had it too easy for too long. And guys have been used to being mediocre... And then they'll be what I consider adequate, and they're praised to high heaven. And then they stunk up the joint when it when it actually mattered, Rich. When it actually mattered, when it was all on the line, they just sat back down and just barely contested. And that was what was sickening. It's not the even the loss; it's just the manner of the loss as well that really turned my stomach. You know, and um, you know, I, and I, I've never been a particularly good loser, and. Um, Oh, that's pretty much <laughs> when I, when the fucking you know, like Michelle was asleep, and the speeches started for the other team. I was just like trying to find the fucking remote to just turn it off. I just couldn't take it. Um, but it's a lesson. It's a slap across the face, and maybe sometimes in life you need them. You know, um, as well. Like as you say, it can't all be fucking uh, one way traffic all the time. Much though I'd love it. You know. Um, sometimes you've just got to suck it up and spit out the blood and carry on. Um, anyway, that, enough of that, because it just gets me more and more annoyed. Um, <sighs> um, so basically, Rich, I've been on a bit of a Hulk craze since we did our trade of the week this week, is Hulk Return of the Monster. Um, I've almost finished, I think, Visionaries Book 8, um, the Peter David run. Um, loving it. And just today... I was watching, I, d- I downloaded like about 20 episodes of the Hulk TV show. I did I did a like listing of the best episodes and I downloaded the top, it was top 15 actually. And um, it also included, and a few others, and it included the, the pilot movie. And I was just kicking back this afternoon watching a, watching a little bit of Incredible Hulk, the TV show with Bill Bixby and obviously Lou Ferringo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fun, man. You know? Good fun. Um, you know, that, that made me feel at least a little better. You know? Like, oh no, guess what, Rich? Somehow we've lost our entire notes for the show. So it's all going to have to be off memory now, man. Wow. What happened? Well, I just looked down at my notes and everything was gone from the notes. If you, can, you, can, you, can you see the notes? Have you got the notes in front of you? Shit, yeah. It's only got the last thing I added in. Yeah, I, actually, I think accident, you may have accidentally just um, <laughs> deleted the notes. Without hitting the delete key. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just looked down and saw it just then. And I don't I was, think the shift and the letter keys delete everything. Well, they have. Um, but anyway, well, we, we, can, we, can, we can party on. We can party on. I've got a decent memory. I'm just going to see if I can try to... Just a little bit of behind the scenes here, kids. Hang on a second. Hang on. See if you can do a, like... Uh, 
like a like a um well it's not doing any undo so yeah. i don't know how i could have deleted it if it's not undoing it i don't know man i didn't touch it i just looked down and saw it um okay wow that's 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 a that's a that's a rough that's a very rough um well i suppose these are the dangers of using uh, google Docs <laughs> if it doesn't save it's gone wow is there no way to get it back see document status this document is not ready for uh wow i think it's gone man well we're gonna have to go off a bit of memory um Anyway, kids, this is going to be a bit of... No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got it. Have you? Really? Give me two seconds. Really? If you could do this, Rich, I'll be super impressed. I really will be impressed. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but give me two seconds. There you go. It's got some lines through it, but... Wow, Rich! Richard! This is live. I want to say... Put this in your um in your in your sort of list of best things Rich has ever done. He resurrected the show notes, um, which was hilarious, man. Well done, Rich. Okay, don't add anything in more in. I think we can just accept that this is a note, so we can we can read yeah. it. Wow, I don't know what happened then, but that was that's never I happened. Don't know. As I said, I was in the middle of typing some news in, and then also you said the show notes were gone. And I, I just like, looked down and saw that they were gone. I, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even even touching them. I just looked down and was like, uh-oh, something's gone wrong. It's some last-minute... Uh, wow! Shits. Well, Rich um, has performed a resurrection worthy of Jesus Christ, I would say. <laughs> Seriously. You, can, do you turn um, water into wine, Rich, on the, on the off days as well? Um, Only at parties. Was there something he did with fish as well? I don't know what he did with the fish, but he did I'm something. Not a big, I'm not a big seafood eater. <laughs> but he turned the, the water into wine. That's actually pretty handy. Well, well, to be fair, I am a bit of a drinker, so it's fine. You are a drinker, yeah. You just, you just fucking. <laughs> I'm just... actually drinking a whiskey right now. What are you talking, sir? I like it. I like it. Well, so I, I, I was watching The Incredible Hulk. Now, did you know the showrunner on The Incredible Hulk also created V? The series in the eighties and Alien yes, and I Alien do. Nation. I love V. I love V. Me too. And Alien Nation as well, which was a which was a t- oh, TV show in the nineties. Movie and TV show as well. So, so I was thinking, um, potentially trying to get this guy on the show. Fuck yeah! I'm going to try. Three gonna, great shows. Seriously, that's like a hat trick. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's 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 my goal, man. I, I've given Davey's given himself a little uh, mission. And it's it's to get this guy. So I've I've um, I only came up with this mission about an hour before the show. So I'm going to try to do it, man. And like, why not? Like, it'd be awesome to get him on, wouldn't it? Like, he's a TV legend. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that'd be a great kid. Well, there you go. Something for Dave in the off season. Um, yeah. Wow, man. I mean, what would be your favourite out of Hulk, V, and Alien Nation? Oh, I'll be honest with you. I loved V. V was great. I loved that V. Like I thought that was great when they ripped their faces off and, oh, the, and the, they're eating the mice. Eating the mice, I know. And you know, humanity is essentially like <sighs> being fooled, and there's the resist. Oh, I, as much as I enjoyed that Hulk show, yeah, V uh, V was fantastic. Yeah. No. I like all three, but I, if you had to give me, if you had to ask me to put it in like a, a triangle shape, yeah, 
I would I would go V and then uh, Hulk and, and Alienation sort of yeah. together at the bo- at the bottom. They're like is yeah V definitely V. All right, man. Oh, I was so disappointed in the remake V. Yeah, oh, see, it was compared to the original, just such shit. I mean, none of, the, none of the action, the charm, the yeah. the cheese. Because you kind of you need a bit of cheese, man. Now apparently he did V the original kind of movie and the first miniseries. But yeah, he, the movie miniseries, yeah. But he, he did not do the ongoing show. If you remember in the 80s, there was the ongoing show that went for a couple of seasons. I watched it. Uh, he did not do that. No, because you're probably on to other things and doing alienation. And I think it. he was at some level, he was really pitching, pitching um, like a sequel to V in the early 2000s and they chose instead to do the reboot. He is credited. I don't know how much he had to do with the reboot, but he is credited with some info. But he wanted to do some sort of sequel like 30 years later. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what he was pitching in the network, but they chose to do the reboot, which I felt was not fantastic. I watched, because I loved the original so much, I did try to watch the, the reboot and it's okay, but it's, it's nothing like as good as the original. Yeah, agreed. Never agreed. Yeah, no, we're not even. We don't even hold the candle. No, it's not even close. I agree. Now, signal deductions, Rich. Did you pick anything up this week, man? Has anything crossed? Uh, your, crossed I have your not part? picked anything up, but I have been playing Pal World nonstop. What have you been playing? Power World. Pal World. Uh, it's basically everyone's calling it Pokemon with guns. Okay. It's a big, big ruckus at the moment. It's causing a lot of waves. People are accusing it of. Uh, um, of what? <laughs> uh, um, uh, asset flips of stealing uh, models from Pokemon, from oh. AI generation, right. um, all sorts of crap. But in six days, it has sold, and it's only in early access, so there's not even like a, it's not a full game. Mm. Uh, it sold eight million copies in six days. Wow! And what system is this on? Uh, at the moment, it's on PC and Xbox Game Pass. Right. What's it called? Power World. Pal world, yeah. So basically, they call the Pokemon in that world pals, right? And it's just like Pokemon; you got to capture them and all that. But it also adds a bit of Breath of the Wild in there, and it cool. also adds some Ark survival. So you've got to build a base, you got to go whatever. But the cool thing is, you can use the pals mm. as your labor force. So not only just your the creatures to help you battle, mm. you can put them out in the base and get them chopping and mining and building and all sorts of shit while you go off. Like, it's a really... It's a, obviously having a lot of fun with it. I'm, I'm actually quite addicted to it at the moment. That sounds like fun. I've been back at work, so I haven't been playing a game at all. I, I want to play Baldur's Gate 3, but I just, I've just been busy. But um, that does sound fun. Now, I did pick up uh, Hulk Maestro, Marvel Legends, and Ultimate Captain America. Um, and mm-hmm. I ordered the Secret Wars Omnibus, the uh, 80s one. I was just like, I need it. You know, because I've got... I've got <laughs> I've got an old trade paperback, and I, I got it at a very good price, and I was just like, yeah, it's it's time. It's still one of my favourite events ever. Like, I know it's one of the first events. I think it's a lot of fun, man, that Secret Wars. Do you like it? Uh, I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it, man. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I'm not as big of a Secret fan as a lot of people, so... No. Yeah. Just no fun, basically? Just the no fun brigade over there? Like... Uh, I guess, again, I'll be honest with you, the Secret Wars came at a time where I didn't actually really like Marvel, if I'm being honest. Mm. I wasn't really enjoying Marvel that much. Like, again, you've got to remember, I mean, uh, I feel like, yeah, Marvel's always been, like, successful. Yeah. But I, I've, I've never really been drawn to a lot of the heroes. Like, the, the only one I really got into was obviously X-Men. 
at the time. Well, there's X-Men on Secret Wars, but Xavier's no, there. Yeah, no, but I'm saying it was, it's a big, wide event. I was never really into the Avengers, do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't sure. really care about the Avengers and, you know, and yeah, I, I occasionally read some Spider-Man and all that. Oh, I, I didn't mind the odd Daredevil there, but I was very much at the time, because again, you, you got to remember when that shit was coming out, I had to be very selective. Sure. I could go and buy everything I wanted. Sure, sure. And I kind of, you know, I, I just started to enjoy a lot more DC and so I'd spend my money on DC. So, I didn't really get into the the whole, wow. and I think for me reading it like now years later, it just doesn't have that same. I love it. So yeah. effect on me, you know. So you like, won't be picking up the omnibus, basically, is what you're saying. It's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jesus. Well, fair enough. I mean, this is this is not putting Elvis in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame all over again, but you know, we'll we'll move on from that. Like, you know, Elvis didn't do enough either, did he, Rich? Really? He didn't really. <laughs> he just fucking created it. He was, yeah, he was only the king of rock and roll. That was all he was. Uh, was he the king? Yes, he was the king of was rock and roll. That was his was fucking he the nickname. Of rock and roll? Was, yeah. he the, was he the, 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 the style thief of... No, he was the king. That was what he was called. <laughs> was uh, like, of accusation of Stephen. Well, whatever, man. Um... Cultural preparation is what Oh, gee, Rich, Rich is really... Rich is digging deep now. He's digging deep. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Well done, Rich. I, I've never heard you pull that one out before, but uh, getting a little desperate there. Who did he appropriate from, Rich? Who was the guy who... You know he did, buddy. You know he stole everything from the black people. <laughs> from the blacks. From the blacks. Um, their style, their dance, their music, he stole it all, man. The only thing he didn't steal was the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. But where's the fucking black guy that sang Suspicious Minds? Where's he? Who's the black he guy? He was that, the ghostwriter. Who's the black guy who did He's Blue Suede Shoes? Like, again, it's all ghostwriters, man. Dude, dude what a lot of bullshit. Like, y yes. He paid, he, he paid them to write it. He was influenced by all the rock and roll. No, no, man, he paid them. He <laughs> said, yeah, give the money, give me the song. Well, he still sung it and <laughs> performed it. <laughs> what they could do with it? <laughs> I don't know. No, well, dude, I, I don't know. I'm just fooling Yeah. <laughs> well, I would laugh if that was true, by the way. I would actually laugh. <laughs> Well, Elvis didn't write his own material. Like, he had songwriters for him, like Sinatra. Elvis, although Elvis is credited um, on quite a few of his songs, he didn't write them, I don't think at all. Like, it was, um, he was a performer. I mean, he may have written one or two himself, but in general, he was like Sinatra. People wrote songs for him and he sung them and performed them and made them famous. Yeah, but you know that, that they don't really promote that and you know that a lot of people think that he wrote a lot of his music. Oh, what? yeah, maybe. Or, or just because obviously they've never really corrected anyone. Okay. In, in well, I mean, but anyone who knows anything about Elvis knows that. You know? Sure. But I'm talking about like your general population probably sure. thinks you know, oh, that yeah. he wrote all of his own music. Sure. <laughs> I mean... In all fairness to Elvis, lovely guy, great singer. He never struck me as the smartest cookie, you know. Um, he's a good old boy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's he's smart to an extent, but I don't see him sitting there down with pen in hand, you know, Elvis. Um, maybe, you never know, maybe he did it on the crapper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in between the women and the yeah, fucking burgers. And, and, and and between the women, the burgers, the pills, the booze, like, he's like, yeah. That's what he did his best thinking. What he did have was a lot of hangers-on, the, the Memphis Mafia. In that movie, um, 
you know that I quite like that Baz Luhrmann one. Um, is the Memphis Mafia in it much? They're, you no, know, not really. Yeah, and that's a missed opportunity because those losers. I mean, I hate to be kind of critical, but they were. He was surrounded by leeches. Yeah, you but know? I think for the for yeah, they wanted it really just focus on him and Priscilla. Uh, no, no, not him, Priscilla. Him and Colonel. Uh, Colonel. Yeah, true. like you got to remember, it's called Elvis, but yeah. it's not really an Elvis movie. It's a Colonel movie. Yeah. Because yeah. you're basically seeing everything through his eyes. You're not seeing it through Elvis's eyes, really. A lot of that movie is kind of like it's been told uh, through the memory of the Colonel. True. True. Yeah, true. I, I enjoyed the film. I, I'd like to watch it again. I, 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 honestly, I, I am disappointed that they called it Elvis. I kind of wish they would call this movie Elvis and the Colonel or something. You know what I mean? Like, just because it does feel like it's more of a this is the colonel story of how he saw their relationship, how he saw things mm. go down. Because, again, he sees himself as a bit of the, the hero, like the, the good guy. Even though the movie makes clear he's a massive villain. You know? Yeah, but he, the movie does. But he, the character, yeah, yeah, yeah. he believes that he's not at fault. No, exactly. Yeah, He's one of those sort of self-deluded guys, you know? He's yeah. like he, Those con men, the best con men believe their own lies, I think. You know? So, yeah, I, I do see it as more of a Colonel story than an Elvis story. But again, I, I, I do take my head off to that Austin Butler Green. Yeah, I thought he did very well. I, I've never seen him in anything, but I thought he was very good in that. Um, now, this is funny. Um, a future uh, abduction and an act of appeasement to me, the Hitman Omnibus is, is going to be released this year. DC are omnibizing Ooh. Hitman, yeah. Also, um, Marvel are re-releasing the Clone Saga Omnibuses. Um, so the Clone Sagas across two omnibuses. I've got the first one, but didn't didn't have the second one. Um, the first one gets reprinted this week, and then I assume the second one will follow shortly. So that is that is good to know. Um, I've also closed the loop of my Ed Brubaker Captain Americas. Um, finally closed that loop, got them all Ooh. for the full run. Um, now, Rich, you've got some splaining to do. Um, okay. Xbox Direct. I watched sort of a Cliff Notes version of what's going on. You gave me some homework. I forgot to do it until 7 o'clock tonight, uh, 15 minutes before the show, and then I did my homework. Uh, <laughs> there was the Indiana Jones thing. I'm not as hot on it as everyone seems to be. I mean, it looks cool, the, the video, but I don't I don't think the video clips look that amazing. Am, am I crazy? Like, yes. Yeah? Well, yeah? What's so great about it? Like, other than it, it's cool that Harrison's looking young because it's, you know, they've obviously got the game... But even the gameplay, like first person, were you liking that? Well, I do prefer third person, but it's also machine games. The machine games generally make first person games. They made the Wolfenstein games, the uh-huh. the new Wolfenstein games. So they, I think, they also were probably not wanting people to think it was like just copying Uncharted. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. So I think they wanted you to feel more like Indiana Jones. I mean, look. I'm not 100% sure how to work, but I mean, if it works, it'll be great. Um, and the story brigade, my biggest issue with the game is that my nemesis is voicing um, Indiana Jones, which really, who's honestly, your nemesis? Troy Baker. Right. Because I was like, why wouldn't you get Harrison? I guess I, they couldn't pay him. Probably enough. he didn't want to, probably, yeah. which is silly. I think he should have done it. Yeah. Um, because I, I honestly believe that the future of Indiana Jones could be games from now on because obviously he's too old. Sure. And I think if you were like, hey, let's just let's just pivot 
and making the Jones games where we could keep cutting yeah, stories. Yeah. I think that'd be great. And it would give Harrison a way to actually still yeah. uh, be Indiana Jones, even if he's not... Oh, the, the sky's the limit. You could certainly make... Like, I, I, I've got nothing at all with... Yeah, I, I 100% am behind them doing Indiana Jones. But I was just a bit like, why is everyone so excited? Like, I thought the cutscenes looked okay, a little bit antiquated. And yeah, I, but also, yeah. don't forget, the problem also is you, you're also just watching a direct, mm. right, which is a lot of compressed video. You kind of have to, you kind of got to see it play, yeah. like, on, because that's just a trailer. Yeah. That's just a, you know, it's a recorded trailer on YouTube, compressed. I, I think it looked good, but I think it might look better mm. once you see it actually on, like, a computer or a console or something. I think it will look better. Now, was this exclusive to Xbox, as I saw it was coming to mm-hmm. Games Pass? Right. Everything here was, ex- well, exclusive to Xbox or PC. Yeah. The only one that wasn't was the um, Visions of Mana, which was the Square Enix okay. uh, RPG. All right. So, okay, so the Indiana Jones one looked interesting. There was one called Avowed, which I thought mm, seemed kind of cool. by Obsidian. Okay, take us through what Avowed is, because I, I thought that looked cool. So, Avowed is going to be the third game in the Pillars of Eternity ser- uh, series that Obsidian oh. was making. So, the, remember I told people if they want to play... We were talking about this when we were talking about Divinity. Uh. And that if you wanted to play something more closer to Baldur's Gate, the original Baldur's Gate, right. to play Pillars of Eternity. Okay. Um, uh, instead of what? Uh, instead of the new, like the new Baldur's Gate or the Divinity. Oh. Because remember I told you it was a bit more turn-based. And again, you're having fun, but I was saying, if someone tries that and they're like, oh, no, 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 I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, I it's want not the original. the same as the original Baldur's. Yeah. Divinity, uh, uh, Pillars of Eternity okay. is basically the answer to that. And now this is going to be a Skyrim, Oblivion... Yeah, I thought uh, it looked good. ...style game, but in that universe, in that world. Well, I thought that looked good, that Avowed thing. Uh, I, that was a game that I could see myself playing, you know? Yeah, I, um, think, it, I think it looks interesting. Yes, and it did remind me of Oblivion. Because, actually, yes. And again, I thought the graphics didn't look fantastic, but I imagine it's not final release graphics, what I was saying. Yeah, but, but one thing you've got to remember is Obsidian is still a, a small company, and I think they make double-A games. Okay. Right? Like, if you look at a lot of the games they made, like the uh, the Outer Worlds, uh-huh. the Pillars of Eternity, they're not making grand... Did big... they make Dishonored? No. Oh, I liked that. That was arcade studios. Okay. But also, like, I don't know. I'm not that... I, I'm not fussed about graphics, man. I'm fussed about art really? style. Like, if the art style is fun, if the world, if the environments are fun and, and good... What does that mean? I, you're not fussed about graphics, but you, you care no, about art style. I'm, what does I'm that mean? I'm fussed about, like, if the graphics are, like, uber fucking high quality, okay. like, realistic. As long as they're good... Yeah. Right, as long as they've put effort in and that it's got a distinct style, mm. then I'm happy to play in that world because I would rather have a fun, deep, uh, thought out game with, let's say, graphics at 80% mm-hmm. than a graphically great game that's like graphics are 100%, but gameplay is like 60%, 70%. Sure. Good. Like, I'd like, no, I'd swap that. I, I I take a cut on on the graphics if you're because again I'm 
I was again. Pal World is not like a. It's like a Breath of the Wild looking game. It's mm. very cartoony, but it's beautiful and it's fun, and it's keep, like you don't need everything to look like fucking God of War or Last of Us. Nothing has to be like sure. Trying to go for like uber realism to be. No, fun. I hear, I hear, I, I hear what you're saying. Well, I thought that avowed seemed cool. Now there was a game with heavy Zelda vibes. What was that? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there was a game that that like it was in the direct. It looked like their version of like a Zelda with the graphics and stuff. No, there was um, Indiana Jones. There was uh, Hell, um, Hellblade Two. No, it was Aura. There was Avowed, and then there was the Square Enix RPG. That might be. Visions of Mana. I What's mean, it if called? you said it looked cartoony, sure, yeah. but yeah. all lot of Japanese games. What's it called? Uh, Visions of Mana, I think it was called. Well, that was the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I, I thought if people like it's Zelda... not an open world survival explore, exploration game. It's a, it's a it's a it's a JRPG. Okay, all right. Um, now then, there was one called Ara. This is the thing I've been talking about with the virtual Earth. I don't think so. I think it is, man. I, I don't think so. This game is like civilization. What? It's you just you just build a civilization. It's got nothing to do with the whole globe. Oh. I thought there was like a whole globe, a whole virtual. No, Earth. this is a alternate like mm, kind of history game where they're oh. just taking a chunk of history. Yeah. You choose a civilization and then you build it up. So it's exactly like civilization. It's exactly like civilization, but with way higher graphics. <laughs> where are like, we on the game I'm talking about with the virtual Earth? I, I think you're talking about the game called Earth, isn't it? I think there's a game called is Earth or something like. That. Is it out? Uh, I I don't know. I don't play that. Sort Come of shit. on, man! You've got to get on top of this shit. This is you, man. Hey, that sort of crap. <laughs> this is, I gave you a job to do, man. You know what I mean? I gave you a job to do, and it was to... So have you got anything else to say? Get, wrap up your thoughts about Xbox Direct, because you gave me this homework. Uh, well, I just... I wasn't sure I was going to... I didn't know what was going to be on it when I said, hey, let's watch it and discuss it on the show. But I was I was happy with what I saw. I mean, yeah. I like Obsidian. Uh, I think they make really fun engaging narrative stories so i'm down for that uh i i enjoyed the machine game wolfenstein games right up until the fucking uh young blood with the the, the daughters the two mm. daughters mm-hmm. which is oh fucking terrible and i'm not gonna lie uh, seeing a guy come up with a <laughs> rainbow colored hair kind of you know shaved floppy what's this mm, man that was machine games that's for the indiana jones game all right um I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's going to be fine, but I'm like when you put someone like that, I just kind of go, Ugh, why? Was he the presenter? Well, he's one of them. I mean, they show all the people that work on the game and all that sort of stuff. Right. Ara, I'm definitely going to be playing because I love a good civilization game. Mm. Mana, uh, I'll probably check it out if it's on Game Pass. I'll give it a go. Um, Hellblade, no interest in that. I have no no interest in sinuous Hellblade two. I thought that looked shit, actually. Yeah, I don't. I don't play walking simulators with cutscenes. Oh, dude! Like, what was hilarious was in their trailer there was just so much walking. Yeah. Like I was no, like, I don't, really? I don't. I don't play that. I don't play those. Games. I, 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 I was like, man, this just looks so dull. Like your trailer has people walking just around. Well, because what annoys me about that is, like, I just make a movie. Yeah. Like if you if you are giving me way more cutscenes and walking than actual like combat and gameplay, I can make a movie. I'm not. I'm literally not paying seventy dollars to watch a glorified movie. Yeah. I ain't paying seventy dollars to watch a glorified exactly. movie. I've already got to pay almost thirty dollars to the fucking movie cinemas here. 
to watch a movie, I'm not paying $70 for a glorified movie. No way. Um, now, I've actually got a little um, review from Mitch, one of our Patreons. And by the way, uh, this week, Adam the Computer and I will be doing a Patreon um, Cinema Doom episode of Kerry. So oh, yeah. that's coming up now. Um, now, Rich, as well, remember you've got to do it. You're doing a Patreon as well um, episode soon too. But uh, so remember to pick a movie. Bring it on. Okay. Now, so Mitch sent me a um, review of RoboCop Rogue City. Okay. And he's saying it's it's fa- it's, it's awesome. He's what he's basically saying. Mm-hmm. Um, good reviews. This is his review. Robocop Rogue City is a fantastic game to play in the Robocop universe. Punks have no chance against your firepower. Set in New Detroit, the game captures the dystopian city with its hard rock and synth soundtrack. Armed to the teeth, you, as Robocop, hit the sewers, bars and construction sites, fighting your way through a throng of enemies, from soldiers to purple mohawk punks. I will challenge anyone to have a better game experience than having the Robocop theme in your ears as you mow down enemy after enemy with your Robocop issue firearm. Peter Weller returns to voice Robocop, and while some scenes can get a little talky, just hit that space bar and get back into the rapid-fire action of Robocop in the world of New Detroit. OCP has some explaining to do, a must for any fan of Robocop or 80s action cinema. So he gave it a very high score. And again, another great example of a double-A game. Right. Yeah. We need more of these double-A games. Games that, again, not super high quality with the graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, they ain't here to compete with fucking the walking simulators like Walking Dead, um, um, Last of Us, and God mm-hmm. of War, and all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. They're here to be, just be fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, Dave, I, I've been keeping an eye on this game. It's really cool because it's a first-person shooter, but you literally are like a tank. Mm. You don't walk, you know, you don't, you don't move fast. It's not about finding cover or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's about... I'm I'm a fucking in metal suit. I'm you know I'm Robocop. I walk in it like, like cool. you know what I mean. You're yeah. just like you're slow, but you are powerful. Oh my god! And the gore, oh mm. the the blood mist and <laughs> the chunks that happen when you fucking yeah uh, uh, shoot people. Oh, and you can do the you can do the nut shot from the movie. You remember when he shoots yeah. the guy in the dick? Yeah. yeah, you can do that repeatedly to. Everyone. What's well, cool? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm. I, so, have you played it as well? No, again, it's, it's on my list. Uh huh. Um, it's just that, like now, I wasn't expecting to be playing Power World right now. Mm. So I, I checked it out on Saturday when it came out. I was like, oh, let me check it out. It's oh, is, is it only just out? It only just came out last Saturday. Oh. And I literally played it all weekend. And I is lost, it on Games Pass? It's on Game Pass. I lost my weekend. <laughs> but I warn you, if you don't have an X. It doesn't play very good on the yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's Power World. You're giving it a heavy, heavily good review. Well, it's just addictive, man. It's just, yeah. it's one of those things where you you just get so, like, it, it, it hits that, that itch in your brain mm. because now you're like, oh, I've just unlocked this new technology. I want to build it. Mm. Oh, I haven't got to that area. It's the, I've got the weird thing in my head. I'm not a massive survival game, right? Mm. But you give me a little world. And there's no story in this game, by the way. Mm-hmm. You wake up on the shore... And you just, you know what I mean? And the guy says, oh, hey, uh, here's, you know, you need to, like, look after yourself and catch these, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. You just go exploring. And I'm that person where I can't stop. Yeah. When I'm like, okay, maybe I'll call it a night or something, then I'll just see this big mountain or this massive tree in the distance and go, I wonder what's over there. Yeah. 
and I just can't. I have to go and do it, you know. Or I'll unlock a new technology thing and go, oh, oh, that's cool. I want to make that. Now I've got to go get all the materials and like it. Uh, I'm the I'm the best person to like. It's not that I'm addictive, but it's just that I'm I'm curious. I just want to know what yeah. what what's over there. What's this new technology? What does it do? What does it look like? How does it improve my base? So I wasn't expecting it. I actually had other things to do and other games to play, but uh, as I said, I've lost the whole week to this game. So <laughs> no, that's that's good, man. I'm 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 happy that. But Robocop is on the list. It's on my list. It's yeah, yeah, list. yeah. I, I I think Mitch's review has really kind of lit a fire and made to get involved. You know. Oh, dude, if you're a Robocop fan, you really I am. love this game. No, I'm, I'm, that was a, a comment to everyone. Oh, I see. Yeah, you, you are. I know you're a Robocop fan, Dave. <laughs> if you're a Robocop fan, you will love this game. Okay. Now, something that I saw this week, I watched Napoleon um, with my family. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so everyone enjoyed it, and everyone thought it was interesting. And it was, but... There's a but. There's always a but with this movie. <sighs> yeah, it's... Look... I don't think it's a great advertisement for Napoleon. I, I think he's probably... I, I'm not a Napoleon expert or anything. Like, I know a lot about Roman Empire. I know a lot about Alexander the Great. I know a lot about different parts of history. I'm actually quite open about Napoleon is not something I've studied ever very closely at all. But I do know the broad brushstrokes. Um, I just feel this movie did him a bit of a disservice. Yes, um, 100%. I also feel like I, I I didn't mind the love story, but I, I it's like we get the we get it. Like I, I think there was too much time spent on that when I'm sure that wasn't his main focus well, in all the wars. You if know? you remember, my complaint was that they tried to do too much and it yeah. left little time for anything. So if you wanted to tell the story of Napoleon and Josephine, mm. then you should have made a movie called Napoleon and Josephine where that's your focus and you be, and the wars are just little snippets. Uh, bullet points or snippets. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not the focus. We here to focus on their relationship, the, 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 the ups and the downs and the fucking, you know, tragedy and all that sort of shit. Or you make a movie about these campaigns mm. and you, the Josephine shit is the bullet points or the minor crap. Like, you, you have to pick one or or mm. you make a telly movie where mm. you've got six hours or something like that to spend, yeah. you know what I mean, more time and, and flesh it all out. But if you're doing a two or even three hour movie mm. of Napoleon, mm. almost the life of Napoleon, at least, what, 40-ish years of Napoleon? Mm. you got to pick one. You can't, you can't cover it all. I, I felt, like, as a movie, it's fine. As a Napoleon movie, I think it was quite lacking. And I really do believe... I, I didn't really like... He's kind of the fool a lot of the time, you know? He's almost the butt of the joke for the viewer, I, I felt. I, I, I just did I, I, I just didn't really think very much of the choices that they made to, to do the story. I just... I don't know, like, for example... Okay, I just feel like they should have covered his campaigns a lot better, basically. Like, I mean, really, Waterloo's the only one where you get an extended battle scene. Extended. And and that's and it's still not even a full thing. No, and it's not. And, like, it wasn't... 
I don't know, it, as a movie, it's sort of like a big tease. The whole movie. Like, it never really... I don't think ever really truly gets going. Like, it's okay. It's it's better than a lot of movies out there. Um, I'd struggle to give it more than 7 out of 10. I'd probably give it 7, because I think it's it looks good. He does tell a narrative. I mean, it's really Scott. He knows what he's doing. So it's not terrible. Joaquin Phoenix... Better than I expected once you got past the really shit start part with him, where he was, like, autistic almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Joaquin Phoenix was playing to type. I, I don't think this was a challenging... I don't think he challenged himself at all in this role. You know what I mean? I, I almost felt like Joaquin Phoenix was sleepwalking his way. He gave a very generic Joaquin Phoenix performance in this film. And if I compare it to... I was telling someone at work, and I said, look, there's way too much about the wife, because we get it. Like, it's not that she's bad or anything. Like, the actress is good. It's just like, we get it. Like, you don't need to spend that much time. The audience understands really what you, you're, you're, you're saying here with this wife. We get it. But um, if I compare it to Gladiator, like, Gladiator is a far more entertaining movie with a yeah. far more vivid no. performance. As I said, Joaquin was not the right choice for this movie. Uh, he, yeah. he just wasn't. Like, you, you should have gone for a, a, a younger actor. Yeah. Uh, try to find someone, you know? Uh, yeah. Someone that could, that could maybe make a name for themselves off of this sort of, mm. you know, sort of thing and all that because uh, Joaquin's a fantastic actor but in this movie, you never got the impression that that he was the leader of men. No, no. That, that he was like this guy that led, you know what I mean, that, that inspired yeah. um, loyalty in his men and all that sort of shit that they didn't even shoot him on sight, you know, when he came back. To, I never got that. You never got that from him. No, so in, in fact, you felt, right like, you felt like they were going to shoot him because he has had so little to do with them, which I'm sure the real Napoleon had plenty to do with his men. I'm sure he was loved. You know, he was. No, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel this movie is. I, I think Napoleon's legacy is served poorly by this film. You know, yeah. and yep. um, and it, it it's the crimes of omission as much as anything. They they admit so much about all his successes, and it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just it's. I'd give it seven out of ten because because it, it it does have like it was interesting to watch. But I just felt like you barely scratched the surface of Napoleon Bonaparte in this film. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, now, following the announcement back in April last year, Warner Brothers Discovery plans for a Harry Potter television series are moving forward. A deadline reported that pitches for the project began this week in Los Angeles with multiple writers vying for the right to adapt J.K. Rowling's seven books into a series for Max. Um, these writers are reportedly commissioned by Max to create pictures for a series reflecting their take on the IP. Windows will go on to the next round in the UK. I mean, I'm ex I'm kind of excited for it. I think it'd be cool to have a, a you know a TV series based on the books, which I think could go a lot deeper than the book the movies did. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I'm kind of watching it. What's the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like uh, secondhandly, because uh, Alicia is watching uh, Percy Jackson, mm -hmm. the the TV show. And I'll be honest with you, um, I actually prefer the movies. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> um, 
so here's so okay. Now this is why I'm 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 going to be cautiously optimistic about the Harry Potter thing, right? Uh-huh. Uh, because I just I love fucking magic. I'm a sucker for that shit. Um, uh, the problem with Percy Jackson is it's a drag as as a TV show because in the movie, right? The the, the Lightning Thief. Yeah, I've seen the movie. He's accused of stealing. He's got to save his mother. And everything happens, bang, bang, bang. You know what I mean? We're on a quest. Let's go, go, go. We're going to save him. Here, it feels like it's taking a month. <laughs> and you almost go... And everyone keeps telling him, to 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 you know, you'd run out of time. I'm like, yeah, you've been saying that for like fucking six episodes now. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, I don't feel like... I feel like things are progressing really slow. And I don't feel like there's any urgency mm. because it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's... It's it's difficult. Uh, she's enjoyed it though because she she read the books. Yeah, I've so I, I've heard that people saying the opposite. The TV show is way better than the movies. Uh, again, I'm just talking from like a pacing, sure. feeling like there's yeah. stakes, feeling yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's yeah, urgency enough. and things matter. Um, I don't feel like that. Um, also, the kids come across much younger, I guess, in this, mm. which is a bit weird because in the movies they they just seem a bit older. Uh, you know, like here, they they almost feel like ten year olds, and in sure. the movie, you know, yeah. felt more like seventeen year olds. Yeah. So that's a bit of a weird. The movie skewed a little bit older, I think. They were yeah. going for that older Harry so, Potter. I mean, audience. she's enjoying it. Um, she's not loving it, but she's enjoying it. I personally, I've been, as I said, I've been watching it while I'm in the room, kind of like, kind of like paying attention, and mm. I'm like, eh, it's fine. I don't think it's super great. Mm. Um, uh, and so that's why I, I. I but Harry Potter is a little bit different because Harry Potter, there isn't real any urgency oh. in some of the early books because obviously they're spending the time at school. They're going to class, all that sort of shit. So I feel like maybe that's a bit more baked into it than a quest to save sure. the the you know the earth and, <laughs> and your mother <laughs> from hate. You know what I mean? Like that feels urgent and sure. should be feel more urgent. Well, I know Michelle wants to watch it. She she we've, we, we've got it listed. I think it's on well, Disney+. Well, Alicia, Alicia said that she's enjoyed it, so, okay. you know, do that which will. Well, I, on the other hand, yeah. loved Reacher, which finished last week. I watched the last episode, and that was fantastic. And I heard that season three has been greenlit already. Yes, really. I'm looking forward to more. My dad loved it as well. He's watched season two. He, he loves Reacher. He just, he's, he's, he re, he's read if not all the books, the vast majority of the books as well. Mm. So he loves it. Um, there was more news coming out about Levon Cade, Chuck's Levon Cade. Um, just some stuff with Stallone and Jason Statham, and it's all moving forward mm-hmm. very fast. So well, that's good. it's going to be interesting. Um, oh, mm-hmm. speaking of that, because we were talking about him being Aquaman and all that sort of stuff, I'll bring this in now. Mm. Um, I see while um, Aquaman is not doing great, Mm. Uh, at the the cinema, it actually has set a DCU record. Mm. Apparently, it's the highest grossing sequel <laughs> to the in the in the states. In really, the US. out of oh, all the DC movies. Wow. Okay. So, so in 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 the states, it is it is made more than like uh, Shazam to Wonder and, Woman, uh, Wonder Woman, all that sort of stuff. So, okay. and while it is a dud, it is still performing better than a lot of the other DC. Well, movies. it hasn't absolutely bombed. Because it, it, it no, it, but I it mean it's struggling compared to the first movie. Oh, totally, yeah, totally. Nice yeah. yeah, totally. Um, actually, Adam has watched it. I've got a copy of it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but Adam was saying one thing is sure: Jason Momoa uh, is definitely high on his own supply. Like he was just, oh, like, yeah. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, apparently he's just, like, reveling in it. Like, he wouldn't believe. Like, the Jason Moore fan club will probably be lapping it up, you know? Um, yeah, but how about this? I, I want to get your take on this. An executive at Assassin's Creed maker Ubisoft has said gamers will need to get comfortable not owning their games before video game subscriptions truly take off. What, what does that mean, Richard? <laughs> I don't quite understand what that means. Well, uh, I don't know. So here's the weird thing is I understand that this has upset people because people always um, take everything as a threat. Mm. Um, you know, it's not like he said, get used to it because I'm fucking coming for your games. He's just saying, look, the and, and it's true, we are moving digitally. Yeah. Like, everything is moving towards digitally, and when everything moves towards digital, you're not going to own anything. Mm. Like, Steam now, I'm sorry, go to, I, I don't know what it's like in the States, right? Mm. But you go to any any shop here that sells video games. Yeah. There's no PC games, man. No. Definitely. You, if you in Australia, if you want to play a PC game, you go, you got to try and find a place that sells a physical. If it comes physical, or you buy it on Steam. Hundred percent. Right, and you don't technically own it if it's on Steam. And you might go, "Oh, you're trying to do it." Okay, great. Your internet's down, right? And you and the game requires internet. You don't own it even if you bought it, mm. right? If they decide that it gets removed, mm-hmm. right? And even if you bought a game and it, it runs off servers, if they shut the servers down, you still like you bought it, but you don't technically own it. Now, I think me again. I love physical because I love seeing shelves full of shit and I will continue to buy physical even like I I enjoy Game Pass because it allows me to play games that I necessarily wouldn't try or buy Mm. but if I really really like something I'll go and buy it just because I just want to be able to to own it and have it but I know at some point that will be possible sure I know that at some point there will be I mean you go to a computer shop now we sell computers Laptops and PCs no are literally not coming with disk drives anymore. Yeah, true. Right? So all he's just saying, he's not threatening anyone. He's just saying, you know, people at some point have got to get comfortable with the fact that... Is, so is that what he, is that what he means? So is he saying if I, like the new Assassin's Creed, you know, coming out, the one set in China or Japan or whatever the fuck it is, if I buy it on PlayStation Store... Is that what he's saying? Because I thought he was sort of saying something about subscription services well, that he, you pay. Look, I, people are going to a subscription. I mean, you've got Ubisoft, you've got uh, yeah. EA, Xbox, yeah. even yeah. PlayStation has got their own. I think he's just saying, look, I think gaming is probably going to go towards more of a subscription model. Uh-huh. Maybe you don't even like technically buy games anymore. You just pay a monthly Like, like with Game Pass, basically. Exactly. Yeah, okay. they, what he's just saying is that maybe that is where it's all going towards, right? So instead of people... Because um, you got to remember, like a lot of companies, a lot of companies want to be bought by a company, mm. right? Yes, there are some that want to be independent, like your Larian and Pocket Pals and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to be independent, but a lot want to be bought because they want the security, they want that safety of money and, and a job and all that sort of stuff. And if you're going to get bought and all that, then a, then a lot of times you're probably your games are going to go on a subscription service and all that. Mm. It's all heading that way. I mean. Mm. Nintendo's got a subscription service. Xbox has got it. PlayStation has got it. Um, uh, Ubisoft has got it. EA has got it. I'm sure Activision probably would have had it, except now they've been bought by Xbox. So it doesn't matter. But my point is, yes, they're all going. Now, at the moment, you can still buy physical games. Yeah. Like, I bought Mirage. I bought yeah. Mirage, 
And can I say, even though I enjoyed it, I felt it was very much a bridging game, I reckon I would have been happier if I was paying like 10 to $15 a month and had access to all the games and that was just included. Is that, is that where he's saying it's going? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think unless something drastically changes or happens, uh-huh. I think everything is, is slowly moving towards a subscription. So with Ubisoft, all this shit about how they've got this thing, can I get a pass where I can just play all their games and I don't have to actually buy them? Is that Dude, what? You, okay, put it this way. If you say wanted to play a Ubisoft game, mm. you could just sign up for their, like, their subscription for a month. Right. Play the game and then cancel your subscription. I see. And I can do that on like a PS5 or whatever. Uh, wherever the Ubisoft... Yeah, it's on PlayStation. I think it's on uh, PC and it's on Xbox. I see. Okay. Well... But again, you don't yeah. own it. And what I'm trying to say right. is that even if you buy a game, right, digitally, yeah, you generally have to, a lot of the times, have an internet connection because it needs to verify that you bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my point is, if you if that means that whenever you log on, they can then delete it yeah. or change something in it. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Because yeah. you have to connect. So I think he's he's just saying it as a warning, or he's just saying, "Hey, this is what we've noticed." And I think the the people that are very like, "I must own everything physically." Yeah, which I am one of those people. I do prefer to own something I enjoy physically. Uh-huh. He's just saying, "Hey." start getting used to it because at one point that is going to be the reality. I'm just so, trying to work out because I'm on Ubisoft now while we're talking and I'm trying to work out if all the Assassin's Creed games are on there. I think they should be. Anyway, I'll have to look into it later. Is it called Ubisoft Plus? I don't know. There's Ubisoft Premium, there's Ubisoft Classics. I've got a feeling that in my... Um, in my uh, the, Okay, so there's some Assassin's Creed. In my... Um, PlayStation games thing, like their version, I've got some Ubisoft games included in that, I'm pretty sure. Because I'm pretty sure I've... So I think, yes, Ubisoft will probably have a tier. Mm. Um... Anyway, it's interesting. Oh, look, I don't disagree with him. I, I, look, if they keep the prices reasonable, I think it's okay. It's like Netflix. I think he even used that, like Netflix or any other streamer, Rich. You know, like... Well, again, so... Hang on, this is their store, Ubisoft Plus. Uh, hang on, I might have to... But I, I've seen yeah, I've seen it on the Xbox. Mm. Mm. Uh, well, what I'm seeing here is... Okay, what is Ubisoft Plus Premium? Mm. New releases and 100-plus PC games. Mm. Uh, I think I'm looking on PC. Premium editions get access to expansions, season passes, and more content. Monthly rewards. Cancel and come back anytime. But I tell you what annoys me. And, and... Oh, except for us, it looks like it's... Classics is seven ninety nine. Yeah. So that'll be older games. Okay. And seventeen ninety nine a month. For the premium. For the, the premium one that gets you all the DLC, all the new games. Okay. They one release. Okay. Well, no, see, that that sounds... Which, by the way, it would still be cheaper. If you were like, yeah. oh, I want to play Mirage, I don't care about owning it. Yeah. You pay your seventeen ninety nine. that's a hell of a lot cheaper I, than buying... I film. might actually, it, honestly... I, that you actually, are the Ubisoft fan, so... Yeah, yeah, no, like, as I'm looking through it, I'm like, there's a lot of games that I like that are sort of like... Because I only have so much time that I'll play a game. Like, there's enough there that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Because I'm not adverse to, like, buying digitally. I don't care that much. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really don't. Like, um, sometimes it's more of a drag to have to have the disc and stuff as well. 
you know, like, it, I don't know, it's, that sounds attractive to me, because you know me, because what I would hate, this is what, this is what I don't want, I don't want to get it, and then I find out it doesn't include the latest Assassin's Creed, I, that would piss me off, but looking here, it seems to be here, it seems to be, I see Assassin's Creed Mirage here, so I'm like, okay, that's, you know what I mean? I don't want to get it, and then it's like, oh, it includes everything except the latest thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I want the latest thing if I'm bothering to get this. You know? Yeah, again, that's. Uh, but again, my brain's already wired that way because remember, that's what I would do. I would, I would sign up for Netflix for a month, mm. watch the shows I wanted, cancel, mm. then sign up for like Disney for a month, watch everything I wanted, cancel, and blah, blah. so yeah, I'm already like a mercenary in that. But as I said, let's say you got you you paid your seventy nine for Mirage, and then people go, but you need to pay more. Yeah, okay, fine, but how often is that going to happen? Yeah. Because I still save money on the other shit that I don't buy. Well, also, I bought Mirage in Australia, I think it was sixty nine ninety five, mm. And it kind of pissed me off because even though I enjoyed it, man, it's like, it just felt like a wait. Like, at the end, I was like, I didn't get anything like the gameplay I got out of Valhalla, you know? Mm-hmm. I, out of Valhalla, I got so much gameplay that there was, I didn't matter how much I paid. I was like, yeah, I got more than my money's worth. With Mirage, I was like, Man, I feel a bit ripped off, you know, whereas if I'd bought this fucking pass, I could have just played it and been like, oh, cool, I got it in my monthly thing, sweet, you know? So I, I'm, I'm, you know what, this guy's comments have inspired me, weirdly enough, his comments, which are kind of passive-aggressive, how they sound, have actually made me go, I want to check out this Ubisoft thing, so I'm going to Yeah, but you've you got to be careful, Dave, because a lot of reporting on online these days is a lot of stuff taken out of context. 100%, like, yeah. Like, uh, it's just something I've noticed because I've really enjoyed Power World, right? I know I keep going to it, but, but it's actually been a massive shitstorm online. Right. With the people accusing it of, like, you know, the, stealing assets. What does that and, mean? Oh, so it means that they stole assets from another game. Uh-huh. Like, they took the shit that was in another game and just put it in their game. Like, oh, okay. Like, put it in. And they've been accused of using AI. And the reason for that is because they're like, oh, the, the owner of the company... Mm. said that they use AI and all that. And it's like, it's an interview he did about one game mm. that they made where, because it was a game that was like, um, it was a card game or something, they used AI to generate something because it was a a generation game. You know, like mm. it, it generated an image when you were doing it. Mm. Because he was talking about that game mm. and AI, now that means that he, he, you know what I mean? Like they take that out of context. Yeah. He was talking about something completely different, and they go, "Oh, he said that they make games with AI," and it's like, "Dude, that's yeah. not the full context." That and it's all, that it's like, "He's the devil, burn him." Yeah, you know? and it's the same with this guy. Yes, if you maybe take that snippet, sure. But what's the conversation? No, I, I think he's got a point. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm saying to people who get very outraged online, I, I just want to say to people because I, the reason I've learned from this is because it's happened to me a few times. You know, I mean, you read something, you go, "Oh fuck, how dare they?" Mm. But that's the problem with now the the, the online generation. Mm. We take so much out of context. We just take a snippet, a line, sure. a quote, yeah, and we apply so much context to it when it's actually got missing context. Good point, Rich. Well, you know, I've never fallen for that trap. <laughs> <laughs> Fall for that trap every fucking day. Um, yeah, but also it's it's like, and I'm guilty of this. When I say it's laziness, I'm guilty of it. It's the laziness of. Oh, and by the way, I just want to point out Netflix and all that streaming has, has is killing the 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 DVD market, the Blu-ray market. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, but I mean Disney, uh, uh, Paramount, all these companies—they've literally said, "Listen, we're pretty much going to be 
cutting down. We're not going to be making, we're not going to be putting as much out on DVD. And Disney's even like we're getting out of the Australian market. Like we're not going to make fucking DVDs for like streaming is killing the physical market. It's going to happen to the point where you can only get things digitally. You will Mm. own nothing and be happy as the the scary you know Mm. motto goes. But it is going to happen. It's it's. It's literally inevitable. We are becoming yeah. a digital... I mean, I, I, I'm happy with... Um, I've built up a huge digital library. I've got um, stuff... See, I, most of my Blu-rays I could lose and not care about. Like, on, Even though I've got lots of them, I, I, I it would worry me. But um, in terms of some classic TV shows, I'm a big fan of... I'm glad I've got my DVDs, you know, because I can... I've, I've purposely bought them to ensure that if things go on and off streamers, I've still got them. Sure. Oh, and yeah. I, right now, I said to anyone, if you are love physical, get it now. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. wait, because it yeah. will be gone. 100% agree with you, Rich. And, yeah, that's that's right. And uh, you will be able to get Blu-ray players and stuff. Like, you know. Oh, look, of course, you could still, I mean, but that's that's going to only be for the people that own shit already. Like, yeah. we still have old people <laughs> coming to the shop and go, do you have VHS players? <laughs> because they still have VHSs in the cupboard, right? Like the cassette. So yes, maybe there's a company that still will make it because they're like, oh, there's a little bit of a market we can, you know, make sure. it whatever. Niche. But that's only for the old market. It ain't making it for the new market. No, not not for the crazy kids of today. You know. Um, no, I get it, man. I get it, dude. It's all it, it's all good in the hood. Um, now, um, I had some news. Joe Fix it and Patch. Marvel Legends 2 set's been announced. I'll be getting that for sure. They're in tuxedos. Obviously, Wolverine is Patch and Hulk is Joe Fixit. Um, hilariously, I'm not sure they even in the comic knew who each other was at the time. Probably. I think maybe Wolverine might have known, but I don't think Hulk knew. that He was like, it's Patch, and he was like, yeah. Well, Hulk's, Hulk's pretty dumb. Well, yeah, he, he wasn't at his best. Um, although Joe Fixit was more sly, remember? He's like the enforcer. Yeah, but, but I don't think he was, um, I don't think he was super smart. No. He was cunning. He, Joe Fixit was cunning. He was street smart. He but was I don't street think smart. He was, I don't, well, yeah. He was street smart, man. But, uh, but I, I think that's but a story. But to be fair, he might not even know who fucking Wolverine is, because that, no. it's almost like having different personalities, I think, so. Yeah, good He point. might be like, who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. You, you know what, <laughs> I... I I should remember it because I've read it not that long ago, but I'm pretty confident Wolverine knew it was Hulk, you know, um, when they met. But a pretty cool two set, um, Wolverine and, um, and Joe Fixit, like uh, in, in the white um, tux. Now, um, you've got something here about Madame Web. What's going on, Rich? Oh, I just, I, I saw this article, but it didn't explain to me how it got the metric, mm. right? So I'm not sure what it's based on, but I just thought it was an interesting prediction, mm. is that... Um, uh, apparently, Madam Webb is predicted to perform even worse than Morbius. Right. It's tracking worse. Apparently. Again, I don't know what's tracking or how they're tracking, because, I mean, I don't even know if tickets are open for for sales for it or anything. So, I don't know. Well, they, 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 they run, they, they run um, like, surveys and stuff. And, 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 and yeah, but they I said, at, I don't know what the questions are. I don't know what the metric is. All well, I, know I, is I think they, they look at online chat. They look at online chat as well. Uh, there's... I can't wait to find out what the... Um, the meme of this movie is going to be because for Morbius it was Morbin time. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder what uh, Madam Webb's uh, meme will be. I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, um, that Sydney Sweeney is so fucking yes, hot, man. Yes, for all the wrong reasons. Why? 
Well, I'm not allowed to say city splitters. The actual like characters in the movie and the story, you're literally just interested in the fucking chick. Like that's it. Like that's Sydney Sweeney man. Yeah, that's it. That's the only interest you have in the movie. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, but but so what? Like that's a lot of films. You I'm know? just saying, it's not like you're interested in like. Oh my god, I love Midweb. I can't wait to see the intricate storyline. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sort of interested in Ezekiel. I, I'm uh, I'm interested in it a bit. Like, come on, don't shield. Come on. No, I will shield, man. I'll, I've got my shield. You know, my shield. Your shield, shield shield. Yeah, you your shield a, shield. I'll protect you, madam. I'm happy to shield, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why are you shooting, dude? Like, bring on Madam Web, man. And and Ray was making a comment that apparently Madam Web, oh not Madam Web, um, Sydney Sweeney apparently got voted as having the best rack in Hollywood last year. So. Okay. Well, I mean, I wasn't part of the vote, but she certainly got my vote, you know? Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I don't care what anyone says. Um, now, you've got some Star Wars news here. Ex- explain this Do to I? me. Something about the Star Wars Bad oh, Batch. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a good laugh about this. Mm. So, um, a, tra- a trailer for the Star Wars Bad Batch Season 3 came out, and that's yeah. the, 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 the TV show, the animated show that's about the yes. um, the uh, clones that are, like, fucked up. The reasonably popular show, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's why they call it the Bad Batch. Now, mm. apparently it features an appearance from Asajj Ventress. Now, people might remember her as the bald chick with the two red lightsabers from the Clone Wars TV show. Okay. Uh, she was Dooku's apprentice, mm. uh, uh, who died in the canon... <laughs> the Disney canon novel. Oh, really? Dark so not a Legends, not a Legends. Uh, but now that has been, uh, she's been undeaded uh, to appear in this. <laughs> was so it was it an off-screen death? Did we see a did we see a head rolling along the ground or what? No, 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 no. But Disney did say that everything that they produce is canon. All the books, all the TV shows. They said these are all canon. All the, all, all all the shitty canon. comics that no one reads. That's it. So I guess this means that even the Disney books are not real canon, just like the old books. Yeah, no, I, I, I um, researched this with, um, you know, Jimmy from Jimmy's Jargon, my friend mm-hmm. Jimmy Terzis, who's a massive Star Wars guy. And so I said, this is what's happening. He said, yes, it was acknowledged and said it would jive. So it looks like, and this is just my perspective, that anything can be hand-waved away and Star Wars has become like it was in the original EU, which is basically things are too complicated and material for people doing live-action cartoons to care to adhere to. And then he said... Um, I've heard that book is not bad, by the way, but imagine Dave being so invested in the character and reading that, reading it, and then witnessing this happen. So he's basically saying, yeah, like... Well, but this is what pisses me off, you see. So the excuse for the, the novels and the games back in the day is they mm. weren't done by Lucas. Sure. So they weren't technically official canon, and so, yes, they may have to change things because cool. sometimes Lucas changes things, Yeah. and so they have to adapt. But, but... The whole excuse of why that needed to be chucked out, right, and and put to legends, mm. was because Disney said, we want to create everything and everything be canon. Yeah. And now you turn around and you say, oh, but we made a decision that we don't like. Okay, but then you're not being honest about it being canon. Yeah, and, and that's what Jimmy's saying. He's saying, that was the story of my life because I had read so many of those old EU novels and comics, like you. And then it was like, nothing matters. Like fuck off, and now, it, and now it doesn't even matter when Disney owns it because yeah. they do the same fucking shit. Even though they claim that was the whole reason for throwing the fucking books out. Yeah, 
and not the camp. Let's so, not forget Kathleen Kennedy. It's not like we've got twenty or thirty years of stories. Well, yes, you do. You, what do you mean? But also, can I just say, if you control the canon, mm. like I, how fucking lazy, like that you like, oh shit, we can't use a character they did. We need to come up with a. Mm. We need to come up with an alternative, and you just go fuck it. I don't want to do the hard work. Just, just use it. We'll just record it. Like, how fucking yeah. lazy are you as writers, man? Well, uh, it's the same laziness that has infiltrated their comic book divisions and stuff. Like, they're, 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 they, they essentially... I said this to Jimmy. The, the way that they rationalise it is they think of people like me, who the casual, you know, but, but long-serving Star Wars fans who just don't know. So they're, 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 they're just betting on the ignorance. of mm-hmm. mo- They're like, most but people haven't read that book, fuck it. I, no, matter. no, no, I agree with you. I, I would agree with you for one little problem. Mm. Lucas never promoted the books and the games, mm. right? And unless he came out and he was like, "No, no, I got them to make this game," mm. uh, which uh, I know I, he had a bit of a hand in, like the the game I was talking about, the Dark Forces, right? Mm-hmm. But Lucas never promoted the books. Yeah, he never said to Adam, Disney did. Oh yeah, Disney have come out and said, "Guys, you've got to read the comics. You've got to read the books. You've got to watch the TV shows. Oh, yeah. You've got to watch the movies. Yeah. This is all connected. You got to do it. You got to watch it all." And then you. <laughs> <laughs> you turn around and say, hey, we don't care about that book. Like, yeah. but you asked us to read it. You asked the people yeah. to invest it. And it's you said bad. it all matters. It all counts. That's what you said. I've got a question. Um, did my guy officially die? Was his name Cad Bane, the blue guy that I liked? Or was he, did he well, survive? Well, it looks like he may have died in the book of Boba Fett, but we never technically... Like, well, it was kind of left open, wasn't it? Kind of. Like, as I said, he was sort of stabbed, if I remember, by... By Boba Fett, but then when he walked away, there was like a flashing light on his yeah on his suit. So, and he does have a little robot pal okay from the cartoon show. So it could be that, that I was like, like that guy. Thing, and then the robot came quickly, and you know, are we getting more much like the little robots? Remember the little robots that picked up Anakin when he was like fucking crippled? <laughs> no, exactly. this robot's even smaller. <laughs> okay, so are we getting a sequel to that stuff? Like Boba Fett, is that getting another season? Oh, who knows? Nothing has been announced yet. Okay. So we don't know. Nothing official. There's been talk of it, but nothing official official. Right. Expl- I was in um, JB Hi-Fi today, and uh, mm. I saw the Black Series Dengar figure, and I and I and Michelle's like, what's that? I go, that's Dengar, who's a bounty hunter. That's toilet paper head. So what's the story with him, man? Because he fascinates me. Is he permanently wounded, or is that just like a bad day for him? Uh... Okay, so I don't. Okay, I'll give you. I guess I'll give you Legends. Yes, yeah, give me the Legends. I don't know fucking Disney version. Um, so I believe he was a swoop bike rider, which is mm. basically just like a a, a, a racer. Mm. And I believe in the Legends, he was in a crash or something, which he, I believe, he blames Han Solo for. Mm-hmm. Um. And it required him to get, like, cybernetics and all that sort of shit. Uh-huh. And even on, like, his head, like, his brain and shit, which is why he has that towel. Oh. Oh, so he, he permanently wears that? But, uh, basically, yes. Like, it basically oh. covers up his uh, cybernetics on his head and all that oh, sort of stuff. Oh, really? I believe that's the Legends version. I don't know about... I don't know what the... the I don't know what the official Disney canon is. So. That's cool. Right. I, I didn't realize that. That's cool. 
Um, well, 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 yeah. I thought I thought he looked good. Now, how about this Marvel solution to the evil beast problem? You know, have they made Beast even more evil than Dark Beast now? Normal Beast is just like one thousand percent evil. Uh, their sol- about that, their yeah. solution was to bring back the Beast to nineteen eighty five. Um, <laughs> they're just like what? yeah. Apparently, time travel shenanigans and the Beast of nineteen eighty five is now in the X Men. Because wow, so they're going to the well again, are they? They're going straight back to that well, man. Yeah, they're like, fuck it. Wow. I'm surprised all this shit doesn't fuck up the, 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 the space-time continuum. They're like, we're going to get the... Jesus, lazy, man. We're going to get the beast in 1998. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Is that yeah. what they're going to do? They're just going to have a random X-Men go bad or something? Or, yeah. or get down in the dumps and then they're just going to bring an X-Men from the past? When he was, when he was a good boy, yeah. And also, I just want to point out, the problem with you doing that, mm. how old is Beast? I don't know. Because that was 30, 40 years ago. Well, I don't know. That's a good point. I, right, I, I, and if he yeah. was, what, in his 20s then, you're telling me Beast now is, what, 60, 70 years well, old? Well, it's that sliding timeline, you know. Yeah, of... but again, you can't be so specific with the time. Well, yeah, maybe they do it by... I haven't read the issue, but maybe they do it by the events. So maybe it's like the fall of the mutants or something, where I think it was around 85, so... I don't know. Like, I think it's just so stupid they made normal beasts so evil anyway. You know? It's just so... Oh, they, do, oh, they don't have any ideas, man. Like, the, by my stars and garters, Beast is now apparently some genocidal maniac. It's just such bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just such crap. Because he was the one that was going off at Scott. Mm. When st- when Scott started to go more militant, yeah, and and uh, terrorist as they called him, yeah, he was dead against that shit. And now you're telling me that he's even worse than that. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, dude. Now he's like a full on like dictator, basically. So he's Hitler, is what you're saying? Yeah, he's he, you know, he's really bad. He's worse than Dark Beast, apparently. So Dark Beast, if you recall, was pretty bad. You know, now mm-hmm. Dark Beast would like see this guy as quite the charm. They'd probably work quite well together. <laughs> Dark Beast is like, oh, good. <laughs> Dark Beast would be like, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster. How could you do that? Dark Beast is. Fa- so far. Dark Beast has finally I found something. Ethical experiments on people. Yeah. So Dark Beast takes a break from experimenting on I humans. Think full Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Microsoft is laying off 1,900 employees in its gaming division. Um, brutal, that's not surprising brutal year in the gaming industry what's going wrong Rich I thought it was all oh, I don't know if that's going wrong you've got to remember they just bought uh, Activision Blizzard sure and there's always going to be people laid off in a merger because you may have a lot of uh, redundant positions and then it also is a good time to maybe just clean house with maybe you know hey we're doing a round of firings might get rid of some of these other <laughs> yeah. people and trim some more fat so I think the number's probably a little bit inflated just because uh, it's probably a lot of layoffs from the merger as well as layoffs maybe of, um, you know, cutting down on some of the the stuff and all that. So I don't know. I wouldn't get too... Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get too hung up. I mean, I know there's a lot of uh, firings and laying offs at the moment, but oh. it is normal for people to be laid off... After uh, mergers. With a merger, so... Yeah. This one's a bit tough to be like, oh my god! Well. But isn't there the thing that the Xbox has not sold nearly as well as the PS Five? Isn't that also true? Um, no, no, that is very true. But mm. they have had fairly good success with uh, Game Pass. Okay, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, now I've got a comment here. This is a quote from Oliver Stone. And also, they got Xbox money, so yeah, that's true. Doesn't really matter. Microsoft money. Um, now, oh, yeah, Microsoft. Ryan Gosling. 
Oliver Stone made a comment. Ryan Gosling is wasting his time making films like Barbie, argues Oliver Stone. He shouldn't be part of the infantilization, infantilization of Hollywood, the director has said. What do you what do you say to that comment? It's quite a pointed. It's very comment. snobbish. Sure. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If let's okay, I don't. Personally, I don't think Ryan Gosling's that talented. But even if he was, right? Let's say he was like a fucking you know uh, an ubermensch of acting. Yeah. Uh, yes, if he was just doing nothing but these silly Barbie type movies, sure, you could probably say, dude, you're so talented, you're really wasting your time doing this. But why can't he do this every now and again? Why, why, why can't he do, like... Because um, Ryan Gosling has done a, a variety of different movies. He I has, mean, yeah. La La Land, uh, the... Shit, what was the movie he did with Russell Crowe? The Nice Guys? The Nice Guys, yeah. Um, uh, Blade Runner 20... Oh, yeah, 2049. or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, so, I mean, uh, the, uh, the one where he played... Uh, did he play Armstrong? I didn't watch it. Um, man on the Man on the Moon or something. Like... He's, he's done a lot of different movies, so let him let him have a bit of fun. Let him do something goofy, I guess. I mean, well, it was, I don't know. Sometimes I, I kind of feel like um, there is there's a problem in, in Hollywood where um, you can't just have art. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything can't be art. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I certainly, I would the way I am now, I would hate it if my only form of entertainment was to go look at the fucking art gallery every week, oh. right? Maybe sometimes I want to go to the carnival, you know, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes, I, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to go look at, like, snooty sort of stuff, because and, and again, oh, oh, it's Hollywood. Okay, so what What, what was uh, um, uh, Abbott and Costello? Oh. That was goofy. Sure. That was funny. That was irreverent. Yeah. What about uh, um, Laurel and Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that art or was that comedy? I mean, they're slapstick. They're falling around. Uh, even Chapman, yeah. His stuff, if you look at it now, you go, my God, it's like, it's a, but he did goofy things. Yeah. Uh, yes, he but he pioneered. Like, honestly, the, the um, Charlie Chapman stuff had actually groundbreaking special effects in it. Yeah. True. So, well, it's also like Oliver Stone, uh, who is a brilliant director, it's it's like he's sort of saying, I made Platoon, I made Antreborn Killers, you know, I made whatever I made. Everything was like that. But it's like when those movies came out, there was plenty of other material that wasn't hard hitting, you know, war but films it, or but satire. It comedies. That's what I'm saying. There was there was it wasn't like he released Platoon and everything else was competing against Platoon in that exact same genre. You know, yeah. movies like The Goonies probably came out very close to Platoon from memory. You know, like he did Platoon and Ben Stiller did Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What, what I'm trying to say is, I, I I understand what the point he's making, but I also feel, and I'm not Ryan Gosling's biggest fan, but I think Ryan Gosling has done films like Drive. He's but done. That's what I'm saying. I can understand his comment if this is the only thing that Gosling was doing. Yeah, if, if he, he rated Gosling as a great actor and felt like he was just doing these movies and wasting his talent, yeah. fine. Then I understand why you would say that. But he's done artistic yeah. movies. He's done yeah. indie movies. He's, he's done a plethora of movies. He what do you mean he's wasting his he, time? I agree. He's had can a, he he's, not just take a break and have some fun? Well, can he not just take a more sort of cheesy movie with a bit of satire and a decent paycheck and, you know, it's beloved, it made 
broke box office records. Like, let him have his day in the sun. And, and by the way, I do like there was the controversy this week. That he got nominated. I do think that the director and Margot Robbie should have been nominated, but also that's fucking uh, Hollywood. But, dude, it's Hollywood. It's, no, 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 know. hang on. I, I don't mind you saying the director should get nominated. Mm. I don't really... I'm sorry, Margot Robbie did nothing phenomenal in that to get a nomination. Uh, Ryan Gosling did. Yeah. but He, he put yeah. on way more of a performance than... than um, he did put a lot, yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? I just forgot Margot her. Robbie. Margot Robbie, he did it. Look, Margot Robbie's done good stuff, right? Like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. She was basic bitch in this one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, but but what I'm saying, what the point I'm saying as well is, Oscar nominations have never made complete sense. Ever. Oh God, no! Yeah, I, don't, like, I, I don't even know what the fuck. I don't that's, know how they that, do that, it. That's my point. Like everyone's carrying on like this is the first time there's ever been a a shocking no- Yeah, like as they call it. I, I, and I and I, I the older I've gotten the less I care about Oscars anyway. And I just think there's so much politicking that goes on in them and there's so much bullshit. People, people are reacting like this is the first time there's ever been a surprise or a snubbing. The snubbings go back to whenever the first fucking Oscars were nominated, you yeah. know? I mean, I've never been heavily invested in the uh, in the Oscars, but, you know, when you, I used to watch it now and again, only because, obviously, sometimes the um, the host would be super entertaining, you know, like yeah, when they had, yeah. like, Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal or, yeah, Billy Crystal, and something like that. And, and so you kind of just watch it for that entertainment value alone. But since they've come out and said, no, 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 your movies now won't be nominated unless you have this many people of colour, this many whatever, whatever, I'm like, okay, well, then this is not a proper award show because you're dictating <laughs> how people... No, you, what they're saying is that if you want to be even considered for an Oscar, here's a checklist and you have to check sure, the list. Sure. And I'm like, that's not how... Uh, that's not how making movies and art and the quota and system. Stuff. I didn't even realize yeah. they were doing that. But they anyway. do that. No, they do that. They literally have come out and said your movie will not be considered. Right. Because you know people nominate their movies for yeah, yeah. consideration. Yeah. They said don't bother nominating a movie consideration if you don't have this many like boxes checked in your. In God. Your movie. Yeah. What a what a waste of time. So I'm like, I know I, I don't care who's hosted it. I have zero interest. And oh. Yeah. Most people do. The Oscars, yeah. as I said, every year has literally been the lowest. It declines further year. and further. I remember in the 90s, people still cared about the Oscars. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it was a big event. People, we would watch the Oscars. Like, I couldn't be bothered. The most interesting thing that's happened in the Oscars in 20 years was Will Smith slapping oh, yeah. that guy. I, you know? you t- ask me who won Oscars that year? I couldn't tell you, but I could tell you that Chris Rock got slapped. Yeah, that was the most the joke was. interesting thing that happened in the Oscars in 20 years. You know, easily. Yeah. Easily. Um, it was ridiculous, but it was interesting. Um, now, there's a, there was this game, which I thought looked good. It was um, called Warhaven, a full-contact sword action game, sword and sorcery. Um, it lasted four months. Some of these some of these games just aren't lasting, man. These, like, sort of online... What do you call them, Rich, where it's, like, online, everyone's playing each other? Well, it's either uh, multiplayer or, or PvP or, or MMO yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it, it, it just basically... There was another one, I think, called The Day After, which also just bombed. Um, oh, but The Day After was a scam, though. Right, was it? Really? Yeah, that was that was not even, a, a like, a working game when they oh. released it, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, this was interesting. Um, we've got an article, which I think we should review next week, um, about when Tash is on. It's about Phantom Menace and the toy lines. Did you? Co- I just want to say to you, did you? Co- it's the 25th anniversary. Did you collect the toys 
when Phantom Menace came out? Because I do recall there was a huge push when that came out. No, uh, very hard to find them in South Africa. Were you in South Africa then? Yeah. I would have thought you'd be in Australia by then. When, when was when was Phantom Menace? Like ninety nine. That was the nineties, yeah. Oh, okay. So when did you come to Australia? What year? Uh, two thousand. Right. Something. Right. So just before. Okay. So, because I remember Phantom Menace coming out, I, I I had a day off. Like I I worked, you know. Um, it wasn't like a weekend. I had a, I had like Sunday, Monday or something off. But you know, I had the day off, mm. and I remember going and lining up. It was a big queue to get into it. It was so hot that day. It was so fucking hot, and I got into the cinema and it was just such a relief. And I was still high on that Star Wars supply, mm. and it it wasn't until a, probably an hour after the movie finished that I started to have all these questions. Was that really as good as what I was thinking? Because you got to remember, this is before even... Well, this was the first Star Wars film since Return, The Jedi, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, But I do remember there was a massive push for toys, and I, I, I wasn't into it at the time. I was, I'd only just started working. Well, that was also the same for me. I didn't At that time, I didn't know grown-ups collected toys. Mm. Like... Again, growing up in South Africa, yes, I had toys when I was a kid. Sure. But uh, you just grow out of it, I guess. And yeah. uh, I, I was collecting comic books, but uh, I didn't know that, you know, as an adult, you were, you, you collected toys. <laughs> it was only when I got older that I realized that when I found out, I was like, oh, shit. Like, adults actually can collect toys. I, I got into it. You know what I how I got into it? And it was, it was rough around the same time. So flash forward probably a year after that. I, King's Comics with their newsletters and all the, the different items, action figures and stuff that would come out every week. And I was working then, you know, I had some money coming in and, you know, it, was, it wasn't a shoot anymore. And I was like, oh, wow, you, that's how I got into it. They got me that way. It's like, oh, wow, you can get the Batman, Batmobile and this and that. And that's how I sort of slowly built a collection. But I was the same. I, I wasn't. But I do remember there was a massive push on the toy line, I think very successfully for the prequels. Um at the time, I think they were very successful in in rebuilding that Star Wars toy franchise at that period, and I think we'll go into that in more detail uh, next week. Now, Millie Gibson, who was the new companion in Doctor Who, has apparently already left the show after a single season. Um, this was the blonde girl. She was best known for Coronation Street. She debuted in the with the Goblin storyline, Rich, in the Christmas special. Who does she think she is, huh? You think she's Christopher Eccleston? Is that, huh? Yeah. But I will say this. Many a companion has only lasted one season. It's oh, fuck that, yeah. This, yeah. This companion has only lasted half a season. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there was a bit of rumours that she was difficult to work with. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, we're too far away to judge. Um, but well, I believe that they've replaced her with uh, a different checkbox, so maybe yeah. that's the reason. Yeah. Bridgerton alum Nicola Kuglin will be the major guest star of the 2024 Christmas special, with Gibson reportedly not appearing in that episode. Um, yeah. Andor, Hard Sun, and Jurassic I, World. I'll be honest with you, I'm not, I also don't care because I watched a little bit and her, I don't know how she's famous because I felt that her acting was super flat. Yeah. Her coronation is for acting. No, uh, the Doctor Who. Yeah, I, yeah, in the Goblin storyline, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like. She's very so, basic, but I didn't mind that. You know, she's basic bitch, basically. You know. Uh, I thought that was her first acting performance. I'll be honest, it was so 
Stilton. <laughs> oh, come on, man. It wasn't that bad. It was soapy level acting. Like It was pretty bad. I've seen worse acting is all I'll say. I've seen better. What I've seen far better, man. <laughs> no, I've seen just better, not... Not like, oh my God, uh, thespian level. I'm like talking about Lawrence Olivier. Amateurs do that. Lawrence Olivier safe. <laughs> Al Pacino can rest easy. I don't know. I thought she like if I was watching Neighbours, I think she acted on about that level. She she was competent without. Oh God, no! Yeah. I'd give the Neighbours cost uh, Oscars before her. Okay, all right. Well, fair enough. I also thought she was kind of cute as well, which always oh, swings. No, but. Hey, that does, yeah, but that, that affects your, but your, it should. your your judgment. But though. that but that's how that's what they intend to do when they cast these people, Rich. Well, maybe it doesn't work on me. Apparently, it works on you between the two of us. <laughs> it works on me massively. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andor hard son and Jurassic World Dominion actor Verada Setu will play the new regular companion during the next year's 15th season. Currently shooting in Wales, quite near uh, the office of my work, actually in Wales is where they shoot. Um, no other details have been revealed about a role, including a character name. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, there's a Thank You, Good Night Bon Jovi documentary coming out on Hulu. Thank you to Mitch for uh, bringing this up to me. Um, past and present members, and so that means Richie Sambora, are included in the documentary. And I think Thank You, Good Night seems to indicate to me that Bon, jo- bon Jovi may be looking to wind down in the not too distant future i can i smell a farewell tour possibly his hair's fully gray yeah he's a fucking legend john bon jovi i love him um infamous michael fassbender box office bomb assassin's creed which was even i will admit was a terrible movie is now a worldwide hit seven years later on streaming apparently for some reason it's still a terrible movie it's it is it is a woefully bad movie it's such a missed opportunity of that for that movie um it's just unbelievable how they... It cost $250 million to make before marketing. So it wasn't cheap. And it's so bad. And it was like... It was like it was made by people who've never played the game, actually. Who weren't even aware of the game. You know? That's a, yeah, well, they probably weren't. I mean, we've seen the history of uh, people working on franchises that are like, I don't even know, I've never played the game. I've never watched the fucking thing. I don't care. Yeah. I don't read comic books. So I just want to... I just want to work... Um, now, this is interesting. John Boyega, uh, who played Finn in Star Wars, is set to star and executive produce a TV series prequel to the Denzel Washington-led 2010 post-apocalyptic action movie, The Book of Eli. I remember that movie. I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't love it, but I thought it, was, I thought it was aggressively okay. What did you think of that movie? Uh... It was okay. I didn't like the fact that he was blind. Yeah, I, I, I thought it would be better, actually. You know, when I went to see it, I I had my expectations a bit too high for that movie. I thought it was okay. Um, I preferred the Will Smith one that came out sort of around the same time. Um, was it called I Am Legend? Is yeah, that right? No, I didn't, I didn't like that either. Well, I love the original story by Richard Matheson, so I, I like people doing their impression, but I prefer the Omega Man. I am legend. Actually, I, w- I would watch uh, the Vincent Price or the um, Charlton Heston, the Charlton Heston one over the Will Smith. Oh, one. so would I. No, so, <laughs> so, so would I. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But 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 even saying that, I preferred the Will Smith to Book of Eli. You know, I, I thought. No, that... I'd probably I'd probably go with Book of Eli. Yeah. Uh, Book of Eli just had better action in it, and it didn't have these really crappy CGI um, monsters. 
yeah, uh, infected people. Yeah, yeah, they did have a... How they, you did that and you just get people in good makeup, I fucking will never understand. Yeah, I know. It looks so fake, man. Even by, like... Oh, those, no, no, they did, yeah. Back then, it looked super fake. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ, go back to the Omega Man and look how they look there. They, they look funny there. Yeah, but that's a that's that's just a seventies. It's quirky though. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. I, I love the Omega Man. A bad to me, bad CGI very rarely gives the show a quirk. It just makes it look cheap. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. Um, we'll see what happens. Book of Eli, though, I'm not exactly sitting here. In I will say this: whenever I, whenever I see uh, John Berger, I don't automatically think um, no Denzel Washington, though. So that's going to be interesting. Well, you don't see much of him as well, you know, like. Years go by, and you don't you don't hear anything about John Boyega. He's not exactly flooding us with work, um, right. you know. There's a lot of stuff like I'll never do Star Wars again, and then there's like, oh yes, maybe I will, as he realizes <laughs> that like there's not much going on for him. Um, now, there's Master of the Universe stuff going on. Rich, you, you're the Master of the Universe guy. What's happening? What's what's Kevin Smith saying now? Oh, just Kevin Smith trying to. Um Get people to watch his uh, his sequel mm. to his, his shitty Masters of the Universe Netflix show. So mm. he's basically come out and he's like, um, he's saying to people like, "Oh my God, yeah, don't worry. Like Prince Adam is going to be like in the seventy five percent of this new one." Prince and, Adam. But the, the, well, again, first of all, I, I Prince Adam. My brain picked up and went, "Hang on, hang on. What do you mean, Prince Adam? You mean like, Amen? No one calls him Prince Adam. No." Like, you call him, he, even when he is Prince Adam... Prince Adam's the lame version before he turns into He-Man. He-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I'm a bit trepidatious of him saying... Uh, I'm suspicious. Uh, you know, Prince Adam is in the movie 75%, especially because this Prince Adam is a little weak. <laughs> you know, not like... Uh, I love the Prince Adam look just as buff and, and beefy as... Yeah, as but he was a real coward, remember? Well, he pretended to be a coward. Wasn't he a coward? Was no, Cringer? No, Cringer was the coward. I thought Prince Adam was also a little bitch. No, Adam had to pretend that he was a coward. Well, whatever. He was a bitch because compared dude, to... He, got cho- he was chosen because okay. he is uh, uh, brave and true and all that, but he has to pretend, like Superman has to pretend. Oh, oh right. God, my upset tummy, I've got to go. And then yeah, right, yeah. That's what he's going to do. He's going to be like, oh, shit, no, oh, the bad guys, I'm so scared. Oh, I didn't realise that. I thought Prince Adam was just a little bitch as well. No, 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 no. That's an act by, by Prince Adam. Well, anyway, anyway I don't want to see fucking... But he's also doubled down in that I'm sure they, they did the right thing and they and the, it was a, there was a good call to, to <laughs> basically make Teela the main focus of the first uh, season. Why was that a good call, Kevin Smith? Because everyone fucking complained. Well, because he has to double down. He can't admit that they, that, that was wrong. Yeah, I don't know about Kevin Smith these days, man. I, I think he's a spineless worm, frankly. You know, I I just I just can't take. Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. As I said, it's funny to me because I, I kind of miss the sort of the the, the podcast pothead Smith because sure. he never he when he liked something, you knew that he genuinely liked something, and he would. He would tell you the bad shit about Hollywood, right? Mm. He'd, come, he'd be like, oh, they're fucking these guys and they did. You know what I mean? Like, he used to yeah. call it like it is and he used to give you the, the like, the behind-the-scenes shit. Really? But he's become such a shit. No, oh, I'm talking about, terrible. like, I'm talking about 2000s. Right, okay. Uh, you know, when he when he was doing the podcast, when he was doing the comic book men. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
and all that. He, he had like that podcast empire, the Smartcast, I think it was called. Yes. That Kevin Smith I liked because he didn't seem to care. Yeah. Right, if he thought something was shit or stupid, he would say something was shit or stupid. Now, he shields for every Oh, it's terrible. It's, so, yeah. it makes me believe that he wasn't, that he was just, um, it's that person who's like, oh, well, I never wanted to be, you know, uh, an actor anyway. Right. And you're like, yeah, you did. You just never got a part. Like, you were just never, you know, when, when someone says, oh, it wasn't for me, I didn't, I didn't really feel it. And it's just because they weren't successful at it. Sure. I feel like that's what he was. Because now that he's had, he's got, he's been invited back into the fold. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he started getting, you know, making movies again and, and getting a job and he worked on The Flash and that. I think he's like, oh my God, I'm back in and now I don't Oh, yeah, he's, he's singing for his supper now. Like, so it's definitely soured me on, on the I, past. I, I, I find, I, I used to like Kevin Smith, I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't love him. I think there was plenty of yeah, flaws. Yeah, he was a funny bastard. Yeah, I, overall, I liked him. I wished him well. I mean, I still do kind of wish him well, but I do think that, um, he's just empty, man. It's just empty hype, basically. Like, I don't know why as well, because no one buys it. Everyone knows Kevin Smith's full of shit, basically. You know, like, he just is. He, you know, I know he has to probably feed his family and stuff, but, like, oh, my God, like, the, the level he goes to is just, to me, it's pathetic. You know, it's pathetic. Like... Whenever he said he was crying watching Aquaman because he was so happy about seeing Aquaman on screen, I was just like, I cannot take this seriously. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I love Deadpool and Wolverine and stuff. And, like, I'm thrilled they come on screen. But I'm not, like, sobbing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, calm the fuck down, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can still tell you that I think Deadpool 2 is not as good as Deadpool 1. And there's various, re- you know, it's not a perfect movie. I can still work that one out, Rich. You know what I mean? Even though I love <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Like, I can still, my brain can still, like, you can't tell me Kevin Smith can't do that. He just doesn't do it. Because mm-hmm. he's so groveling to get the invite to the premiere, to get the episode of whatever the fuck. Like, I, I tell you what, you know. um, yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of, of Deadpool 2 either. Yeah, basically, in my opinion, he's, Kevin Smith is now just a shill and he's a hack. And an empty hype man. And whatever talent he has is obscured by that fact now. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I think he's just a shell of a person that he, that he used to be. Yeah. It's, you know, I would say it's sad, but I don't think he, I don't think he gives a shit. Like, I really don't. I, I get the impression, like, the money's in the bank account. You know, he obviously, yeah, like you said, they invited him back to the party in a probably more limited capacity, and he was happy with that. You know, um, yeah, and I'd love to know what his fan base. I mean, I was one of his fans. I, I I stuck with him for years, you know, and then gradually just sort of like just saw through it. I think really. Yeah, I said I think he saw himself as a failure at one point, uh, kind of lean into that. But uh, now that he's had like a second life, I just think he's like I'm going to shield to make sure I don't lose it again. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Weekly Comics, Rich. Um, we got three Weekly Comics. First one up was Ghost Machine One-Shot. <coughs> Not really a comic, but... Yeah. No, more of a sampler of what's going to well, be coming. I, I, remember those preview stuff you used yes. to get back in the day when you go to a comic shop? It's basically that. Yeah. Although I did love that they added some fake um, ads in it. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like when you used to get those old books and, and they used to have that page of all these products that you could like yeah, send away for. I like that they kind of added that in. I thought that was pretty funny. Remember back in the day, Space Monkeys used to be yeah, always yeah, been yeah. in the old yeah, comics. Like- now, out of the stories here, which ones did you think were like worth, you know, pursuing? Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, Geiger, Redcoat. Yes. Um, uh, Hide Street. Uh, yeah, the horror one was okay. Well, the, oh, one thing I will say, Jesus Christ, this puts so many current comics to shame. Yeah. This is where all the good artists have gone. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's got it. Like, a, yeah. I mean, Gary Frank, uh, even some of this was some of... Um, uh, Ivan Rice is, I think, his best work, and he was doing yeah. the one that I think he was doing Hyde Street. Yeah, yeah. And it while was. it didn't, I was like, okay, I mean, I'm not sure what it is. His art looked phenomenal. It yeah. looked fantastic. And again, because again, I think when when you're an artist and you're doing something you actually enjoy mm. or having fun with, I think it shows. And I don't think he was really caring about, you know, the Superman with um, with yeah. Bendis and all that sort of yeah. shit. I think he was just banging out some pages and all that sort of crap. And he still was good, but this mm. this is better. Um. Um, Geiger and Redcoat. Yeah, Geiger Redcoat. I mean, the others are still interesting. I, I'm interested for that. Um, oh, what was the family one called? Uh, uh, the, the um. Oh God, I can't remember it either. But yeah, I know the one you mean. The the the. It fam- was very like Fantastic Four slash yes. Armstrong. Yes, that that was. Uh, I thought kind okay. Of vibes. Yeah. Um, for me, it was Geiger Redcoat. That family one and Hyde Street. I couldn't care less about a couple of them. And, the other, the yeah. horns, I like that one was called Hornsby. Hornsby yeah. and... Uh, yeah, Halo and Hornsby or something, yeah. Something like that. Um, that but that looked a bit more kiddie. Yeah, that wasn't for me. What did you think about the one where they're on the other planet? Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I, I actually didn't wrong. mind that one. I yeah. kind of, it, it kind of gave me um, Saturday morning cartoon, but serious. Yeah, no, see, I, I would check that out. Whereas, no, I would definitely check it out. Sure. Yeah, Geiger and Redcoat, I will read and we'll do on the show. But that it, was cool. Like, everyone's got, like, these mechanical masks that obviously are for, like, survival and breathing. But, like, yeah. his one was shaped like a um, a raven or something. Yeah. Uh, a dial. Like, pig, and then, yeah, the dial. So, that's cool. Because, and then there was other ones. You could see one that was, like, a tortoise. One. So, that was cool. It was very, like, a Saturday morning mask. Um, yeah. GI, you know, but a bit more adult, obviously a bit more grittier. So that one, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I was trying to remember what there was one. I was like, oh, there's one I'm missing. Yeah, that one I'm actually interested in checking out. Yeah. Well, the good news is, um, we get the comics from Image. So when they come out, we'll we'll do them on the show. Uh, oh, we'll, sure. We'll yeah, give yeah. you our I, reviews. This got me actually excited. Um, yeah. Of just been uh, trying to like. Give stuff a go that I might be interested in. You know what I mean? We have like good writers. It's got good artists. This is what I've been missing in comics. You know, could this be something that replaces, you know, that sort of DC Marvel itch for me? Where because I don't. I'll be honest with you. I haven't bought anything in a long time. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. No, I hear you. No. So we'll we will see. Um, I like that he's committing to it. That Jeff Johns Mm -hmm. has assembled this stable. Um, but I'll say this, I think it shows, because you know you were talking about like he's got to do something. I mean, you can't do it overnight. I no. think this shows that he has been working, slowly yeah. working behind the scenes. Because again, you've got to wait for people to come available. Yeah. You know, maybe you've got to, you've got to wait for a lot of these artists for their, not say their contracts, but like their commitments yes. to, to end and expire and all that. And, but again, if this is, and we didn't even see the one from Tomasi in this either. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
No, I, I, I'm very kind of like excited by the prospect, and I, and I hope that there's a commitment to it, you know, and I hope the market supports it and that the books are good. Like, for example, I thought Geiger's entry should have been a lot stronger than it was. So, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, the, his comic's already out. Yeah, true. Whereas the others are not. So I think Geiger was just there to be like, hey, oh, 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 and I, I uh, the, 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 the Joe one as well. The um, Junkyard Joe. Yeah, Junkyard Joe. Uh, I would check that one out as well. Uh, sure. That could be interesting. Uh, so, again, yeah, I mean, uh, most of them I'd be – in the, I'm interested or wanting to check out. Definitely. Now, I'm giving um, the sample a 6 out of 10 because it was a sampler, but, you know, it was interesting enough. I'll be, so as a sampler, I would I would give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Just No, but only because they put the effort in. Sure. Because yeah. here's what they did. They didn't just give you a sample, right? Mm. They gave you a sample, and then they gave you a breakdown of character profile. That was good. Right, and it was full page of like a character, yeah. and then it was like a full a double spread of the family explaining all the stuff. And they even, as I said, they threw in fake ads, yeah, to make it feel like those old time. Co- you know what? Books. I'm raising so, to a seven. I'm raising to a seven. Good point, Rich. They put they put effort. While it was just a sampler, a preview, mm. they put effort in. Like they did. it wasn't just oh, here's a couple of pages from the book. No. So you so they put effort to make it feel like something. So I give them an eight. I'm giving them an eight. Cool. Uh, then we had Dungeons and Dragons: The Saturday Morning Adventures, uh, Part Two, Issue One. I enjoyed this. Um, I, I wouldn't as enjoyed as much as the Part One that no. we did the other day. I would have preferred a more cartoony style. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the art style. Well, the art style looked a bit serious. Um, uh, well, also just it was very scratchy. I'm not yeah. a fan of like a lot of lines, loose lines. Um, but on top of that, fuck me, I. Jesus Christ, when, when, what's his name? Drizzit. Drixed. Drixed. Drixed, Drizzit, whatever his fucking name is. God, they gushed all over that fucker, didn't they? Well, he's a great character, Rich. But what I find so funny is, right, that he rocks up, right, and except for, uh, fuck, I can't remember the paladin's name. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure about his name. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're fucking that guy, you this and you, blah, 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 blah. And then when they got to go and they got to leave the dungeon master, Mm. and Drizzit is like, oh, you can stay with me, whatever, then all of a sudden, like, the black chick's like, we don't even know you. And it's like, yeah. you were just gushing over yeah. him two pages yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I, I, I agree with that comment. Like, uh, I also, I mean, maybe it's just my own stupidity. I didn't realise that they were in the Forgotten Realms. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. But can I just say, I that they should not be gushing. They'd be like, who are you? They should have been like... Well, he's a legendary figure. Yeah, but still, like... Maybe they could make it like they don't really know who he is and all this sure. shit. And then when they find it, be like, "Oh shit, are you that?" Well, guy? Oh, okay, I like, thought it was a desperate attempt to tie Drix in because Drix is the most popular D and D character in the. I, mean, I don't mind him being there. I just hated the fucking because it's it's just bad writing. Yeah. Like I think when you have a character show up and then your characters literally go in a very almost comedic satirical style. Mm. Oh my god, you're that guy, the guy that banished the blah blah blah. Yeah. And the next character goes, Oh yes, you did this mighty feat or all that and the next character goes, Oh my god, I yeah. didn't realise that you were the guy that saved the plethora and then the other one goes, Oh my god, I didn't realise your yeah. eyes are so fine. It's like, dude, just be like normal people. Normal people don't fucking react like that when someone comes in. Well, they're going for over-the-top, Rich. I mean, it's it's that yeah. kind of a comic. I, look, I, I, I enjoyed the one we did last time. The, the Summer Adventures. The, the summer one. I thought that felt very much like the cartoon. Mm. This did not feel like the cartoon at all. No, it didn't really. If it, you, The thing is, if the characters 
looked like the characters, and that's kind of where it ended. Well, the dude, the, the, the archer didn't even have the right hair. He yeah. had short, spiky hair instead of his little know, bobby cut leg. I know, I know. It was... This was weird. I expected it to be a lot better. Maybe I expected too much, but I thought well, it would be a lot better. They did put that expectation with the first issue. Yeah. So uh, our expectation didn't come out of nowhere. No, and I also thought the variant cover by the ex-Gorza brothers was the style I would have liked to have seen in the entire comic, as opposed to what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it seven. Probably a bit biased. Because it had Drix. Yeah, this this is. I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be probably my lowest. It's going to be five. Okay. Then we had Avengers Twilight one. I, eight out of ten. I thought this was strong. I thought it was mm. needed. This is dark. I you you'll hate this, Rich, won't you? Because this is all the stuff you don't like. No, I don't. I don't hate it. Um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I feel. I. Mm, it's going to be. It's, it's weird, but. I kind of also feel like I'm not reading anything new. Yeah. Like they've done this sort of stuff before. I mean, of course they did it obviously with kingdom come, but sure. You know, then they also had, what was it? Uh, uh, universe X, I think it was, or planet X. I can't remember what it was, or just that X where mm. Marvel did their version. But then they've also had similar stuff like this with the X-Men. You know what I mean? Um, oh, with yeah. no more, with, you know, with no more, mut- no, not no more mutants. That was before, um, uh, um, um, fuck M. House of M. House of M, yeah. This felt very House of M, if I'm being like honest. Um, it just feels it's fine. I, I I get what they're doing, and it's it's interesting again. But I also don't. I also feel like I've read it. Yeah, I agree. Right. Like I, I I I don't hate this, but I also feel like I've read it already. Well, also there's some Dark Knight vibes as well. Yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's just a combination of everything I've read before. <laughs> yeah, it, I agree. It's very much like, oh, remember Bits of Kingdom Come? Well, imagine that mixed with the disillusionment of Dark Knight Returns issue one and mix yeah. this and mix that. And But it's interesting. I, I, I honestly think if this was – if you were a sort of a fan who'd been collecting Avengers in the last 10, 15 years and you hadn't read that other stuff, this would be really great, you know, because – I think Zadarsky and the artists do a good job, but yeah, it is very much like here's a replay of some greatest hits that we've sort of put together and we're going to put in Captain America and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not bad, and and there's a place for these stories, frankly, but every old man Logan, it's a bit of that as well. You know, like, it's, it's, it's a lot of the same motifs being played out again, and we're expected to react like it's the first time we've ever seen it or heard it, you know? Yes, that's what I said. This feels very like old hat. Like, yeah, it, it, it's fine. It's competent. It's done well, uh, but I feel like I've already read it. Well, like, that's the only problem. If you've read Kingdom Come, you don't need to read this. You know? Um, yeah. Well, look, the, maybe they'll throw a curveball. That's the only thing. Like right now, I feel like I've read it. Yeah. And I'll probably know. And also, by the way, there was one thing I found that they did and I thought was very bad storytelling for this side of thing. Mm. Um, having Daredevil die off screen. Oh yeah, I agreed. It was just that, like, uh, I'm sorry. So you he so Luke, Daredevil yeah. or Matt and, and, and Steve are talking. Yep. Next minute, you know, stuff's happening. I know May Steve is the main focus, but then next minute like uh he gets saved by, by Luke and these people and he's like, and Matt, he goes, Matt's dead. And you're like, yeah. no, you can't do that. 
I agreed. I, I thought that was Paul. Can just kill him off screen. And go, who's dead? You got it. Well, that felt like a, a page got. Page. Yeah. You yeah. know of of you know something happening, and then you can tell me that he's dead because they're like, oh shit. Yeah. It, went down. But Sp- Spider Man got a death scene, but 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 like Daredevil, who'd been in the story, was killed off panel. It's like okay. Just me. Oh yeah, he did. He did. What? Like no, how? I, Why? Like I don't know. That, and that, there was there was probably a little bit of the narration of Captain America that could have been cut if you wanted to include the dead the Daredevil death scene. You know, yeah, at you, least you show it. Got a page from somewhere to, to at least put that in. Yeah. Again, uh, you didn't have to show the death. You could have just shown something happening, whether he's walking in the street mm. and some shadows. Are, you know what I mean? Like someone goes, "Hey," and he turns around, and then you know maybe you know you, you show like you know oh. My, and, and then you can cut away from it. Mm. But then at least we know something, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, character okay. talking to, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like that. I thought that was a bit lazy. I, I'm giving the issue a 7.5. I like the part where Tony Stark's son then brings up what looked like the head of Tony Stark. Um, yeah, like again, there's some interesting stuff in here. Um, mm. I, I, look, and I'll give it a 6.5. Like, Yeah, I'm giving it a 7.5. Yeah, You're giving it a 6.5. Yeah, it's competent, but right now I don't feel like I, as you said, I don't feel like I have to read this. There's nothing happening no. where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to. Well, I'm gonna, I'm it's. Like, oh, I kind of probably know where it's, it's going. It's playing like, the yeah. same notes that have been played a few times already in a very similar fucking, you know, chorus. You know what I mean? The song has not changed much at all. This isn't revolutionary, even though it, it probably thinks it is. Um, yeah, it's a little. Uh, some people would say it's an homage. I would almost say it's more of a flat-out rip-off, you know, <laughs> like, and it's a repackage. It's we, we've, Again, we've look, repackaged. There's nothing wrong with ripping it off. There's nothing wrong with borrowing. Yeah, but you've got to do something with it. Yeah, but this is almost just like this, the I replay. Right now, I don't feel. And again, it's only one issue, but right now, I don't feel like. That it's any different from whatever it's. So. Uh, that's uh, great. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, trade of the week, Rich. Hulk Return of the Monster, Bruce Jones. Uh, the start of his Hulk run. I think this was very shortly after Peter David's run. Um, John Romita Jr. on Art Duties. I thought this was a very fun, claustrophobic Hulk tale. Banner on the run, um, plagued with guilt. I thought John Romita Jr. is really in fine form. Um... And Hulk is not seen that much at all in this in this trade. A lot more banner than Hulk. Um, we do see Hulk at times. We see how Banner's desperately trying to run from the past. He's trying to run from the Hulk. Uh, I enjoyed it. What did you think, man? It was okay. <laughs> yeah. Just it was uh, a bit boring. It was a bit boring. Well, it's slow, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I like. I'm. I'm. I'm reading Peter David's Hulk, but I. But I've been wanting to read this for a while. I was like, "This is all right. Like, it's it's solid." Um, would you have liked more Hulk? Um, I guess I just would have preferred more substance. Mm. Um, I didn't like this. I don't know this. Like, I kind of like the idea of like. There's a bunch of hitmen after him or assassins after him and all this sort of shit. I just didn't care. Um, like, the story didn't suck me in. Like, the premise is interesting, but it didn't suck me in. And then I didn't like the second story line um, at all with uh, Doc Sampson and 
Oh, the, yeah, that the one was, where the Hulk appeared. Oh, that was terrible. No, that was awful. Like, oh, sorry, I wasn't even thinking of that one. That was really bad. Yeah, I thought that, so for that one dragging it down further. For wow, me. no, that was that was Brian Azzarello. It's maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Also, can I just say awful art in that? Really bad. Yeah, art. and Doc Stepson written very uncharacteristic. Very poorly. Um, which yeah, was no. very interesting. I was like, maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know these unkillable assassins. You know, everyone's getting shot in the can, head. Can I ask a question? What was going on with the chick? Like, can she just survive death? I don't know. It's not explained. But All of them can survive death. I mean, the what was, was, his, what was his name? Slater was his name. Slater, the other guy. Yeah, he got killed. He got killed multiple times. I, I was confused by the girl. She she got. Uh, supposedly was was killed by lethal injection. Then she got... Uh, they, she... they all got killed. She got killed lethal injection. She then got shot in the yeah. in the head, and then she blew herself up in the cabin. That's but she was story. in no, the... Hang on. She... That's where the story ends. Sorry, Dave. Uh... Slater, the guy that's with her, another assassin, he also gets shot in the head. Yeah. And then just gets up and ki- kills the guy. But, the two uh... people that they stole the car from, who apparently were also assassins, yes. they also got shot in the head and then yeah. just got up, killed the policeman, took their uniform. So for some reason, every assassin that's after him is unkillable. Is there... A... Yeah, but surely there's a story reason for that. I I don't know. It's not explained in at, this No, at one point, she was in the cafe, but she was also somewhere else. So she was in two places at once. Or was it just generally... No, time had passed, man. Okay. I was super confused. Like, it seemed to me that she has some power where she kills people, they come back, but they're sort of subservient to her. But it wasn't very well explained. No, she said that they did something to her. Mm, okay. That they that they revived her after she was uh, put to death. Okay, but all it right. seems like they've done it to all these guys. So, well, I wish that would no, be no. explained better because it wasn't explained well. And also, John Romita Jr. has that habit of making lots of people look the same. So you're like, is this the same person? I, I was confused. Basically, um, that aside, I did enjoy it. I, I I thought it was sort of pot boiler Hulk. It's not the greatest Hulk of all time, but I thought it was very readable. Um, like. I don't know. The, the Brian Azzarello storyline at the end was like torture. Like, mm. it was like, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, really? Like, this should have been a one and done. It's being dragged out issue after issue. I think Bruce Jones got the Hulk. I think it's a decent story. Like, I'd give this a solid... It's it's really a 6.5, if we're being honest. Just forget about Azzarello. It's a 6.5 story that probably is going to build to a 7. You know, because it's, it's a starting story... Um, I did find it interesting that Bruce is on the run thinking he's killed the kid. Um, the the storyline... And line, it turns out to be her son. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, I was like, huh? But is it, he's supposed to be dead, but then she's saying that yeah. she needs him to save the kid? That he's not really yeah. dead? Uh, Confusing storytelling at times. Like... I don't know. If this was a novel, I think I'd be more forgiving. But in a comic book, sometimes I think you need to explain yourself a bit better. You know? This mm. isn't War and Peace. This isn't fucking Watchmen here. It's not that complicated. Like, I thought it was needlessly obscure at times in some of the details. You know? Like, there was this... The, you get the feeling like the, the, the writer's holding his cards back. But I'm like, maybe don't. Because you don't have that much of a story. 
you know? You've got, you know what I mean, Rich? Like a thin story. Don't try to make mysteries. Maybe sometimes pay a little bit off inside the trade. Like it was a sizable, you know, sizable read, his section. Um, I was a little underwhelmed, but I did like it nonetheless. And, and I didn't have a problem with Banner being the main focal point. I thought that was interesting. They're doing a very Walter White banner, did you notice, with the bald head and everything? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a little touch of that. What are you giving Rich out of 10? I'm going to give it a 6. So, yeah, I, 6. I don't think I can give it higher than that. No, that's fair. But Azarello, I'd be giving a 2 for that story. That was sort of fucking awful. Like, Doc Sampson on his worst day has never been like that, you know? This was Doc Sampson in name only, as far as I was concerned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, the art was, mm, That uh, was awful, Rich. It was uh, awful. Uh, and, that was, yeah, it was very inconsistent, very janky. Kind of reminded me of something you'd find in 2080 for a comedy, <laughs> which I guess they kind of, he was trying to kind of I do know. this. He was yeah. trying to kind of be a bit funny, I guess, with it. and or a, bit weird, wa- but a bit wacky, you know? Didn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't gel with me, um... Uh, it's very yeah. It's it's amazing how it feels so different. Hey, yeah. The, the the first story to the second story, it's 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 like you're like, is this even the same fucking characters? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it felt like such a. Well, it felt like they just jammed in the second story to fill the trade. You Probably know? did. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a ton to say about it other than to say that it was a little on the disappointing side, but it was readable. I I liked it as a Hulk read. I'll never read it again. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 already gone from my memory, but it's not terrible. But it wasn't great. Um, well, put it this uh, way: it's something that I'm like, okay, I could see reading this uh, monthly, mm. but I would not collect this as a trade. Like I wouldn't no. be like, oh shit, that's this. You know, got to collect that. You know, this trade for the store. And I'm like, oh, only like, oh, only... okay. I, that that was for like six months to, you know. Got to pass time, got to tell a story. And coming fresh off the Peter David run, which is just so much better as well, can I just say? Like, the Peter David run is just miles apart from this, you know? I, I'm sorry, Peter David on his worst day, you know, sick, dying in the hospital would put out something three times as good as this, you know? <laughs> Seriously, I, you know, circling the fucking drain reaper at the door, he'd still be like, hold the phone, I've got I've got a better issue than this in me, you know? Um, yeah. Well, this does feel like a story where you maybe, maybe you tell, you told the story that you were interested in, but you've got, you're still on the job, and so you've got, <laughs> you've got a banger or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like, wow, I've got this really great idea. No. For a whole, this feels like, okay, Oh shit! I told the the story. I'm still working on the book. Uh, Got to come up with something. Like uh, when she's like, "It's my son." I was like, "Oh god, really? We just making shit up?" Like because there was nothing. Like there at no point did that seem to be. There was no build up to that at all. That was that was out of left field, big time. Yeah. You know. Um, now, Rich, we're coming towards the end of another show. Mm-hmm. Next week, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing Iron Man, Demon in the Armor. Uh, Tash will be with us. Uh, we're looking forward to this bit of an Iron Man-centric episode. We're going to pick a few Iron Man. I've got a few Iron Man issues I'm going to put in. Um, we're proud members of the collective. Uh, you've got Ghost Spider Groupies on there. You've got Into the Night with Ray. You've got Last Sons of Krypton with Connor. You've got Capes Lunatics with Phil and Lilith. 
They're really going off. A lot of cool stuff happening. I'd also want to mention, check out the headcast, G.I. Joe, Aaron's podcast. I, I go on there occasionally. It's a hell of a lot of fun. G.I. Joe, Yojo. Uh, you've got Inner, Demon, Inner Demons with Brian Biggie and plenty of stuff rolling on down the line. Um, obviously, got the Patreon. Please support us. Patreon.com slash Signal of Doom this week. Uh, we're going to be putting up uh, a Cinema of Doom for Kerry, Adam and myself. Rich and I'll have one in, in the not too distant future. Um, Rich, anything you'd like to say to the listeners out there on Radio Land? Keep chilling. Keep chilling. I say keep killing. Keep chilling and tuning in. Man, I'd love to be Hulk. I, 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 I Back, sort of, make up your mind, man. You want Hulk? You want mm. Ghost Rider? Why do you want all the guys that it's like a like it's Hulk's the awesome. worst fucking possible thing? Oh, Hulk's awesome, dude. No, it's not, dude. You don't get to listen. You don't get to control the Hulk when you become the Hulk. Okay, it so, depends on what Hulk. No, it depends no. on what Hulk. I like Joe Fix. Original Hulk. That's all you can be. Oh, you know what? No, you don't know. What? That's it. You can be the Hulk, but you don't get to know what you just. Yeah, it changes, and you're Lottery. not going to say it who it's going to be. It can be random. I don't want to be Professor, but uh, Savage Hulk or Joe Fixit. No, if you want to be Hulk, you get it all. You don't get to choose this random. <laughs> he made you the god of Hulk over there, Me, Jesus. I did. You're like Peter Dinklage talking of all the dwarves. They're like, who That's made it. the king of dwarves? No, I, someone's going to stop putting rules and, and regulations and stipulations on your fantasies. No. No, you can't put any boundaries on me, man. Because you don't put boundaries on, so you think it's the greatest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and you, there's no downside. No, someone's going to stop putting downsides on you. Oh, there's some downside. He's got to jump around, and everyone's always chasing him and stuff, you know, and like all that. But he's still a cool character. I just love him. I love the Hulk. He's awesome. Um, all right. On that note, I want to say thank you and good night. Good night. Great show, Rich. <laughs>